Welcome, Welcome back to the show, my friend. Mm. Whoa, gosh, yeah, there's a lot of. Yeah, my drink's really good. Spinal fluid in there, huh? Spinal <laughs> fluid in my. I think I can transform it any second. Welcome back. It's your favorite podcast, your favorite show of all time. We're Beyond the Basement, the complete breakdown, breakdown podcast. podcast. And today, we bring you myself. I was gone last week, but I'm back. And they call me Eric. They call you... Rachel. And sometimes when people bother to say your name, it is... Due to popular demand. Due to popular demand. It's actually... Peter. Peter. <laughs> no, we brought Pete. Eric back. You guys were like, hey, the show's really taking a downturn, you know? <laughs> we were like, all right, we thought we could cut some fat out of the show and get you guys a little more action, we but, just, you know. They're trying to save on salary. They're like, well, yeah. we don't need three hosts, do we? So we, we can just cut them right on out. Yeah. Okay, well, we're back. We're on episode 86, Six. if I'm not mistaken. It's and this one is right. called... What is this Retrospective. called? Retrospective. I have nothing prepared today. Shall I'm sorry I do about that. The recap um, I can do this. I can do this. This is called Retrospective. We're going to dive in in just a second. But I want to give you a quick reminder if you're watching on YouTube um, or listening on the podcast, whatever, Spotify, iTunes, all that jazz. Um, you can go subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't already. Subscribe, like, do all that jazz. Um, you can also email us at beyondthebasementpodcast at gmail.com. Our email, our inbox has been like lighting up. I think we're having mm-hmm. trouble like keeping up with everybody now, but that's that's a good thing. You like that problem. Um, yeah, send us your crazy, send us your crazy theories and, you know. All and the... your offensive flock memes. Yes, offensive <laughs> flock memes. We, we, I'm, I'm actually surprised the amount of hit back we've gotten on our on our flock position, but I'm, I welcome it, okay? Just so we're clear. Like, I'm like, we, we like the drama. <laughs> the, uh, what, what was the, my quote? Um, uh, Debate is my love language, or something mm-hmm. like that. Hit back. He has some phrase for it that was like hilarious and awesome. Who was it? I'm Mike Pickle. Oh, okay. He said yeah. this. I can't remember how he used to say. It. He's like he had debate, not debate, but like uh, criticism. Somebody challenging my positions basically is like my love language. I'm like, oh, cool. That's actually awesome. Okay. So that being said, let's um, let's recap really quick. Gosh, I have so many, so many crazy theories. Anyway, we'll get, let's do the recap. We'll jump into all of it. Mm-hmm. We'll start with that. Okay. So. This may not need much introduction, but this, in case you're jogging your memory, if you're listening, you know, in the future here, this is the episode where Falco becomes Falcon. Like, can I say it like that? Is that okay? <laughs> this is like the one, dude. Um, Falcon the Beast. It gives us the recap of of last episode, which is extremely gut wrenching, where Connie has to shoot two of his friends. Someone has to get their hands dirty, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, it's Connie. We find out. We apparently it's him. Apparently we find out everybody. from Hanjay that the rumbling is basically already across the ocean. They can do six, something like 600, 600 kilometers. They'll be 600 kilometers past the coast pretty soon. They can go as fast as a galloping horse. They can flatten the continent in four days. Or so she says. She's pretty smart, so I kind of... Whenever Hanjay says something, I generally take it as fact. Okay, so then they... They find what am I trying to say? They the plan is to capture the flying boat, and they realize okay, well, it's actually better service. They they c- capture what's their name as a detail. They realize it's actually better serviced um, on somewhere on the mainland. They can get it there pretty quickly and get it up in the air sooner. So, with all that said, uh, Annie has to transform. Uh, Reiner transforms. We kind of saw that last episode. They have to go into like full like destruction mode, kill a bunch of the Jaegerists. Um, they defend the mechanics who are now going out to the boat. Um, they actually make it there, but things kind of look lost for a second, right up until basically Gabby and Falco save the day again. Ga- mm-hmm. Gabby, her first like her first outing with a gun, mm-hmm. she kills your favorite character. Mm-hmm. But then ever since then, like basically every time she takes a shot, I'm like, okay, 
Thank God for Gabby. Yeah, like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not so mad. <laughs> she literally shoots Aaron's head off. Um, they they make it to the ship. Um, Falco, like I said, does his transformation thing. He ends up saving all their butts, and um, Flock goes to goes to give one final like blow. And he, we know he's not dead. There's just no. There's no way he's actually. <laughs> we call him Flock for a reason, but anyway, he goes to give one final blow with the Thunder Spear to try and sink the ship that they're going to escape on, um, and what isn't able to do it. He falls in, the water's all bloody, and it's... Yeah, we'll talk about that. Anyway, they get everyone, everybody on board, but Megath stays behind. He actually realizes there's a cruiser that could uh, come to the destroyer or whatever and actually catch up to it and sink it if somebody were able to crew it. And he's right, there's like crew on there and so forth. So he stays back, and who would he run to except for the legendary, the one and only, the key Sadies. And the two heroes that I did not expect to be the heroes of the show, two heroes come and like meet each give other like hearts. give their hearts do the right thing and freaking suicide in order to like save uh, this mission they it's make one the ultimate the most... sacrifice together this episode had me freaking yelling I cried. And, yeah all, i've cried every stuff. time for the last like four episodes yeah it's been extremely emotional um okay so that's our recap for this episode um i want to jump into the beginning there's oh, man, so many things to talk about but all right well so we'll just go chronologically like normal um first of all since I wasn't here last week, I just need to give you guys my my sound, my like deepest condolences. The scene with Connie shooting his friends is Samuel one of the most like set, like that is the most like gut wrenching. I, I I can't like it still hurts. Like it happened last episode. I watched it just today, basically, but like that hurts and. I, I don't know. Like, I don't even... I don't, what else do I say? Like, it's just so, like, hard. It's, you know what it reminds me of? Is, um... I think it's Saving Private Ryan. The scene with the knife. Oh. oh. Every, yeah, everybody does that when I say that, but it's true. But it's, like, it's so hard to watch. It, it, it's, they're two different things. I'm just saying the, the, the kind of, like, awkwardness that I feel... Tearing my clothes. Yeah. It's sort of how I felt, like, watching that. There's, like, frustration and awkwardness, but also, like, uh, I guess... This is how it has to be. I feel like um, Isayama is doing his best to paint you somebody who's like sitting in like a warm house watching on an electronic device, like uh-huh. entertainment, mm-hmm. what war is really like. And you go, oh, war is hell. And it hurts yeah. everyone. And it just like was pain and suffering and anguish. And at least us sitting, you know, millions of miles away in a fictional universe watching something, maybe we can get a small piece of what the truth is really like. Yeah. No, I agree. I think it's kind of one of the points of the show slash story in general is to like purposely put you in the uh, moral quandary that is, you know, warfare. And then like he complicates everything so well. Like that, that's how it's one of the, that's how we know it's a great show. It's like how we know this is mm-hmm. good writing is because he's able to paint the nuance of life into it and then like go even like a step further. Like once you introduce things like people can transform into Titans and they don't have to always die right away. Like, yeah, you're like, Oh, okay. It's not as, it's not, you're not going to, it's not going to feel as emotional as a normal story. Cause the stakes aren't as high. Uh huh. But just kidding. Just kidding. Exactly. I was like, but then you get to know these characters and like, Oh frick. Okay. So the line that Yelena says, the, you can't take the violence out of people. Right. Captain that one. Again, that's part of the recap, but like that, I kind of knew it when I heard it in the last episode. I was like, that probably means this next episode is going to get really freaking gory. And it did. It was literally raining blood. I feel yeah. I feel like that um, That line is is a, 
huge part of the the truth of the show, but it also wraps up at the end. Yeah. So I don't know if you want to get to the end yet, but well, <laughs> it connects. We'll talk about we'll put it. Put a pin in that. I do want to say this because I've been thinking about this for a while. I actually probably said this, the, the Commander Irwin episodes, the end of season three and stuff. I'm sure I said something like this, but uh, so in World War II, you had, uh, what's his name, Neville Chamberlain, mm-hmm. pre-World War II. And you can't, I mean, it's the, you know, whatever. It's the Nazis' fault, it's the Germans' fault, it's the Japanese' fault for, for going to war in the first place. However, like, it, you know, people would place blame at the feet of guys like Chamberlain for being so passive and, like, you know, acquiescing to Hitler and stuff like that beforehand. So, so the UK specifically changes leadership to Winston Churchill, who becomes this legendary figure, right? He just, you know, but, he's, but the thing is, he's predicting World War II... He was mm-hmm. saying all the strategy stuff. He kind of understood Hitler. He understood mm-hmm. how all this stuff was going to go. And then, he, you know, wartime actually happens, and it turns out, of course, he's the man of the hour. Like he's the he's the man that they actually needed. And but but that turns him into a man of war, and not just a man of war, but a man with foresight in war. Okay, that's kind of one of like his traits. So fast forward towards the end of the war, and he's looking ahead at the conflict he knew was the real conflict, which which was between the Soviets and Europe and the West and so on and so forth, right? He saw, like, like a handful of other great, you know, kind of you know, forward-thinking leaders at the time, they actually saw the conflict heading coming ahead, like, post-war. Like, they're like, okay, we may be able to end this thing with uh, the Germans and Japanese, the Axis powers, but, like, the Soviets are, are this is going to be another... He basically was saying World War II Part Two is coming up. But here's the thing is, at the time, the war was over, and people had no appetite for war. So they took the guy who was essentially the best man for the job and tossed him out, right? He got um, voted out. You're like, what? Yeah. Was the Churchill like the greatest of all time? Like, yeah, like it, it happened. And because it's kind of partly to do with what the way the government works. Anyway, I'm saying all that to say that um, I think of Commander Irwin, and I'm like, he's totally like a Winston Churchill figure. He's a man of war. Mm-hmm. And there are times where that's what you need. Like, you need a man of war to finish the war. But the thing is, is as with any people group, you it's got to end like somewhere there's got to be like a no we don't want to keep going to war we don't want to keep doing this we got to like back off um at some point and so this line when elena says you can't take the violence out of people i think it's best it's actually best framed when anya capone says how did it come to this because the whole point of that whole scheme was no bloodshed Mm -hmm. don't kill the jaegerists (laughs) don't kill the scouts don't kill the azimabitos get ever fool everybody Mm-hmm. and just avoid bloodshed and the whole thing is they're they're on the shore not knowing what happened but all they see is explosions and death and titans and they go man how did it come to this this is supposed to be a peaceful mission where we're able to like pull off this like yeah, great ruse a clandestine thing why yeah. did it go to violence we were trying to not do violence and yelena then says you just can't take the violence out of the people can you a captain and, and she's there in a in a sling with her arm busted because of the violence that she's chosen yeah. and Magath chose and then Levi is all bandaged up wrapped up missing fingers jacked up mm-hmm. they're both very real um, you know exhibits of what violence. the violence <laughs> yeah. has done yeah. and and so her line here is you just no matter what you do like we try to make peace with these people we try to give them what they want whatever you just can't take the violence out of them, can you? And yeah. it's kind of a, it's a chiding remark, but it's also you know true. Yeah, there's some there's some different, like real genuine truth in it. Also, shout out to Mexi Liz Seven. Apparently, she's normally asleep for this, but thanks for joining us live. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> You're actually here. It's awesome. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, somebody else is making another comment. That's really true right here. This is going to end in final season part three. <laughs> but, okay, we've been saying. Let's pause and just make this comment one more time. We I've been saying this for for ages. I'm like, listen, they cannot finish this show. And at this point, 
literally one more episode. One. We haven't even gotten to Aaron yet. We don't even know what the frick happened with Historia and her baby. Aaron, they they have to go to the to the dock. They've got to resolve the thing with uh, Mr. Leonhart and what's happening with the rumbling. Right. Azumobitos. Everything. Nothing. So many storylines have not been are not going to be wrapped up in another twenty minutes of content. Meanwhile, they're kind of hinting that they're going to do a flashback episode next. Yeah, it looks like yeah, it could be another flashback. And I'm like, as the final one, for the love, would you just stop it? So the the going, I guess the going theories at this point are, I think the most likely is, hey, they're going to do a feature length thing to end the show. It's going to be a 92 two hour ish movie that's just all the episodes married together, and it's like a, a final like, event. That being said, if that's the case, I think it's going to be a minute until it comes out. I just, I hate to say it, but it just seems likely. Unless they've been secretly working on it this it, whole time in tandem they with the been. other episodes. Um, the show is taking a break next week. I'm not sure we won't be here. We'll, we'll still be here, but we're going to do a different kind of podcast. But nonetheless, um, the show is going to take a break for next week. And then the final episode, quote, final episode, is supposed to air a week after that. The theories are... During the break from next week, uh-huh. that's when we're going to get the trailer for the for movie. movie. Okay. Or it took them an extra week because it's such an intense, long episode. It's a three-hour episode. episode. Wait, maybe this last episode <laughs> is the feature-length thing. That'd be crazy. That would be nuts. The Dawn of That'd be the biggest surprise of all time. That would be. That would be a great surprise. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't either. I would love it. <laughs> It has an epic name. The least. last OVA. Charlie okay, says it wasn't re- delayed for any production-related reasons. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's Ma- what it seems like. MAPPA is just firing in all c- cylinders. Okay, so that aside, let's let's carry on with the episode. I, I, we don't know. Well, it's yet to be seen. It was forecast there only be 12 episodes. It may not even be the last one. But if there is a final season, part three, I'm going to laugh my butt off. I'm like, why not just do multiple seasons? Anyway, okay. So we catch up with oh sorry sorry uh, Annie and Renner are kicking some, butts and taking names yes and lives I I didn't think I would live to see the day that I would be like really stoked to see people in ODM gear getting smashed by Annie <laughs> true <laughs> and <laughs> yeah they were literally right after Flock says give your hearts or we'll drown in an ocean of blood. Yeah. Reiner and Annie fill the ocean with their blood. The actual blood of Jaegeris and so on. Yeah. This was like this whole, the, all the action going on here is like hard not to be really pumped about it. We've had some like, this is how the show goes is like action and then they like some story, right? Like kind of like flush things out, characters, drama, and then you get back to some action. This was like an action episode, full mm-hmm. stop. And I was like here for it, for every bit of it. We haven't seen Annie's Titans since. Season one, correct? This is the first time? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, that I can think of. And Reiner, kind of in top shape again, is like, oh, this is actually pretty awesome. Like, I'm really stoked to see, like, freaking Titans, like, doing their thing. But like I said, if you'd have told me, like, a year ago, like, hey. You're going to be cheering while Annie smashes Annie's people. Annie's smashing people <laughs> flying around ODM. Kicking people that? into the ocean like they're soccer balls. <laughs> I'd be like, I freaking hate that hole. Like, yeah. I would be, I would be <laughs> Did uh, you just call her a hole? <laughs> it came out. I just. Bleep that up. Take the drink of your... He told you it's going to be an interesting show. <laughs> so anyway... Moving on. Uh, the Asimobitos tell the crew that it's going to take 24 hours to put the 
plane together. Yeah, whole day. And everyone's crapping their pants. Well, they started out like I love how they started because it's hot. It's just Hanji. Hanji's like, what? What did you just say? I was like, wait, I asked her because we just watched the previous episode. I was like, wait, did I forget something from the last episode? Like, no, no. She's actually that shocked. They're like, yeah, it's gonna be like a whole day to get it serviced before it can fly. It's how normally long it takes, and maybe half a day if we're lucky. And they're like, they're like doing the math on their heads, like Megath and her, like they're like calculating. They're like, okay, um, I don't think we can hold the enemy off that long, and we know for sure they're sending reinforcements like right now. They're thinking about staying where they are and the odds that are stacked against them, and they're just like, we're all gonna die. This is all for naught. This is a failed mission. So. Okay, so they make a, they say some interesting kind of like facts and numbers. Like I'm like a data person. I enjoy hard logic and so on. Like like many people out there. And so in this show, there's a lot of like sort of inferred things and whatever. Mm-hmm. Only once in a while that they give you like numbers to work with. Like it's x you know, number of kilometers from here to there. They finally actually do this. So Hanji goes, okay. She, uh, like, kind of discounts the fact that they're outnumbered and outgunned and that they're pinned mm-hmm. down. And she's like, even if we could win this day. We'll be too late. It's too late because... It's too late because too late the rumbling moves at roughly the speed of a galloping horse. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we Which is faster than around. I thought. It is, but that's, what, 35-ish miles an hour, I think? Yeah. I think fast horses are 30 or 35, somewhere in that in that region. Okay. We'll say 40, just to be generous. Uh, just to be generous. Also, they can plow through obstacles, which we knew. They're enormous, and they don't really mm-hmm. have a problem. It seems like they're not having any problem with the ocean. She kind of mentioned that last episode. And then... She says that in that time, basically, in that day, they're going to be able to go 600 kilometers past the coastline. They'll be able to raise that much. They will flatten the entire continent in four days. That's insane. It's utter... like The amount of devastation... <laughs> try to think... I mean, obviously, my brain is calculating this at our current time of the world and how many people live here the amount of lives that that represents is mind-blowing to me in four days to destroy yeah, especially an entire continent not a country a continent especially that is a billion people which continent is it and it yeah, looks like it's africa, africa right yeah which is yeah. the biggest continent that's like a billion people maybe two okay so that's do, so many people somebody do the math really quick somebody with a calculator and google because i'm we're busy talking but some how much how much square how many square miles or kilometers would that be because she actually just said right so we know the speed let's say it's 35 miles an hour convert that to kilometers per hour that's like that's like 50 kilometers an hour no no, no. yeah somewhere in there and then and then four days <laughs> but it's a t- four days 24 hours time. you know to do the math see how many like square miles that actually ends up being because i think it's gonna be like nutty okay so she goes on she says even if we stop aaron it's too late for liberio Okay, we kind of come back to this at the end of the episode. Like, Liberia is basically toast, according to her calculations. Okay, so then... Um, they John, are, yeah. They, the, the Titans already reached Liberia when they were still scouting out the port. So if it's moving that fast, they pretty much wipe it out by the time the battle's over. Yeah. That's what Hanji's... That's what Hanji's saying. That's what Hanji's yeah. reckoned. That's, we have that's no the, that's what visual she's figuring. proof. That's her estimate. Nobody's seen. Nobody's Nobody. Nobody. We have no shown idea. Us nothing. They haven't shown us Aaron. They haven't shown us the, the rumbling past it, um, leaving the island. Zeke. No, nothing. Nothing. And they, so, yeah, it's true. They really Is there more have, than meets the eye happening? They don't really have any like proof that. that that's what's happening, but that's kind of what they assume. Worst case scenario, this is what's happening. And this is the reality they're operating out of, which is heartbreaking. 
because McGath and Annie and Reiner are fighting with them and pick and everything they know is being flattened while they're fighting there. Hypothetically. Yeah. Allegedly. That's so, what they believe though. They and believe, that yeah. to me that's really inspiring that even though they what they're fighting for is literally being flattened while yeah. they're fighting, they're still fighting. Yeah, they're still gonna go do it. Yeah, that is kind of an incredible thing. Yeah. Like, listen, I know we're gonna lose half of our humanity here, but I to say the other half, like I'll still go to the ends. Like I'll mm-hmm. still go to the death if I have to. Yeah, and that's a really interesting point we should come back to at the end when okay. Magath's doing his thing. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about <clears> it. Okay. Because we all, okay, so for so we're clear if you're kinda like first time on the show we do that so that we we have a spoiler section that's not really a spoiler section we haven't read them it's a prediction we're anime only of course but we're trying to like make our predictions and then save our predictions for the end because some people are like no don't don't hate me that's i understand the two pins though specifically for me are just things that are said at the very end of the episode Mm -hmm. and so i i I feel like they bring things full circle yes Mm -hmm. which this episode is called retrospective and i actually didn't quite catch why did you? Why Retrospective? Because in every episode, Keith there's usually Sadies. a point where you go, oh, that's why this episode's called... I think it's what? about Keith Sadies and him. And, and Magath, maybe? Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. I can buy that. Okay, so... Jean remembers his friends over on uh, some of the friends he made in Paradise. Or, sorry, Marley, excuse me. And, and Magath yeah. makes another really smart observation here. He goes, even if we had this thing going now, we don't know where Aaron is. Which is going to take add more time to the whole deal, like how we actually. Which gonna... means more people will die. Yes. Um, so this is when Lady Asmobito comes up with an alternative plan to staying in the port and getting killed. Yes, praise God for her. I kind of was like, when they introduced, remember they introduced her the first part of season four, and yeah. she, you're like, oh, she's, it turned out to not be that cool. Like I thought, oh, she's going to be so awesome. She acted like, like a secret agent, and <laughs> then yeah. she kind of was like a more like a spy, like a, a sneaky. Yeah, but they're like a money grubber. Yeah, you know, sort of yeah. what they made him look like. I was like, oh, that sucks. Like, sorry, Mikasa, I thought your relatives were going to be cooler. Than but that, then but... she like kicks Flock's butt, and <laughs> yeah, there's and she. She has turns out she qualities. is a secret agent. So she basically says, we're going to head south uh, to a Marleyan coast. Which, okay, this may be a dumb question, especially at this point in the show, but is Marley, is Marley just the name of, that's, that's, that's the name of the country, not the continent, right? Yeah. Pretty sure. Because okay, Liberia is the says, name of the we're city. We're going to the South Marley coast of Odia, where we own a hangar. But, so it's in Marleyan territory, but it's an Osmobito hangar. Yes. Yeah. Is that simple? That's okay. my understanding. Just wanted to double check that. Because I think Liberia is the name of the town yeah. in Marley, the, the country. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, just whatever. They're, they're going to go... Basically, they have the option and of... And Interpol says it's the name of the continent. Oh, Marley's the whole name of the entire continent? Yeah. Marley's the, oh. country, the name of the country that owns the continent. All of the continent, from what I understand. Okay. That could make sense. So, but so it's Aldea, like Australia, except instead it's Marley. But Aldea was part of the mainland continent at one point. That was relatively close to Marley because they were two warring nations. Yeah. yeah. So what part of it... Were they always on the island? And, and No. No, no. you saying it was on the mainland. They were on the mainland. Yeah, okay. And they so fled to the island. They fled to the island. And so at what point did Marley take everything over? I don't know. After the Titan, Great Titan War. Okay, so basically they, they come to the conclusion we can't defend this post to begin with. And uh, let's run away. Let's let's do and this. Live to let's fight let's another go. Day. And um I think it's Hanji says, well, okay, even so, if this is a coastal city, isn't it also about to be flat fine? Like even if we can tow the ship there, tow the uh, the they keep calling it the flying boat. What do they call it? I the don't. boat, ship, flying boat. What are they? Was 
What do they keep calling it? Yeah, they call it the... It's an aircraft, is what it is. Yeah, they, they call it the boat plane, don't they? Or the plane, something like that. The flying boat? Whatever it is that they call it. They're going to tow it there on an actual cruise. Which I thought it was... I believe they call it the flying boat. I thought it was the LDNs who like don't know about planes calling it the flying boat. But as a movie, I was like, yeah, the flying boat. I'm like, come on, you're going with that? We're going to have to go to... Menander Paul says her... flying boat, so yeah. it is... Okay, I have, I love psycho. Has a That's a lot of psycho. Translation insight on that one in particular. I'm gonna write that down because I'm I'm curious about that. It's an aircraft. I understand it's a floating aircraft, but whatever. Yeah. Um. Okay. So she says, "Isn't it a risk? You know, or if we get there, won't it be fine? Because it's coastal city. It's gonna be one of the first ones to go down from the rumbling." And um, uh, Kiyomi mm-hmm. actually says, "No, we can make it there before the rumbling, which means that the ship is gonna move faster than the rumbling." I also have to wonder if that means they're going to pass by the rumbling on their way there. I'm going to guess. I think I have to go over top of the steam. When she said that, she was so confident. I was like, there's something else going on here. There's no way someone would be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to figure that out, too. Because when you're looking at the map and where the island is, there is a section of the continent that's a little bit closer to the island. So perhaps where Liberio is is the, the skinnier part where it's farther across the ocean, and this part isn't as far. So maybe they'll get there faster. I don't know. That's a good question. But they would have to go either by the rumbling or maybe the rumbling starts at the tip of the continent and goes in. Well, I'm saying that... I don't know. Because no matter what... I think that they're... they're, The Titans are underwater. I think they're going to go over top of them. They're going to have to go through the steam, basically. Okay, because in some areas they would have come up above it. In other areas, the Titans would still be underwater. If this ocean is a somewhat realistic ocean, I I don't care how tall those Titans are. Like They're going to be totally underneath it at some point. (laughs) Yeah. it's also, y'all don't know it's in the ocean, okay? There's freaking Titans <laughs> under there. The yeah. Who knows? This is a fictional world, you know? Yeah. So I think uh, it's very possible that, you know, all the fish are just dying and floating to the surface. Oh, and that sucks. <laughs> I don't know. If people didn't Boils. die from the rumbling, they'd starve if they eat fish. <laughs> because the Titans are boiling the oceans. Oh, man. Freaking global warming is like happening. It's happening from it. It's completely it's different. It's all Aaron's fault. Okay. <laughs> Smoked salmon right there. That's what you get. Yeah. <laughs> Steamed salmon. Mm. So, okay, as Movito, she actually says this great line. She says, um, it's a gamble, but if we get there, basically, if we get to this port, we can prep the boat faster. We can definitely do it in half a day. And the rumbling might still catch up with them before they can finish, though. They show Hanjay kind of go, hmm, like she says the word gamble. And like all of us were like, oh my gosh. Erwin! Erwin. This is Commander Erwin, like lives on in multiple people, Hanjay being one of them. And she's like, yep. Let's do it. It's a gamble. We're going to have to do it. And like, again, this kind of goes back to my earlier point of like a man of war. Like there's a certain type of person that's like the right person for the moment and sometimes that person is the person who's willing to be like all right we're gonna we gotta risk it all we gotta throw it all down on this one thing you know you, you read all these stories in like business or whatever like apple like they rehire steve jobs and he's like all right here's my gamble but i'm pretty sure this is it we're gonna cancel all of our old computer crap and we're gonna make one com- one computer with a, a visual operating system people were like this is nuts it's not gonna work this computer is for business and like you know, it paid off, but you needed somebody who was crazy enough to like try it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Erin was that guy. And it's not that Hanji is, it's not that Armin is, it's not that Connie is, it's not that anyone else is. It's that they remember him. And they're like, wait, we need to kind of be like that. We need to be the the, the man or woman of the moment. And like, mm-hmm. it's just it's just showing you that how much of a effect one person can have on the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. All of these characters are impacted by the choices that Commander Irwin's made and the sacrifices that he's made. Some for good. You got Hanjay, you've got 
uh, Armin, you've got Aaron, right? Some for bad. You've got Flock, right? Who's like, <laughs> yeah, the devil, like for sure, right? Yeah. Um, so there, it it just it's encouraging how much of an effect one of us can have on everybody else. And it's uh, going back to uh, going back to Lord of the Rings. Got to throw one in per episode. Always, um, yeah. It's you know it's it's <laughs> the 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 fates of all are shaken are shaken even by the smallest of hobbits. Like it's the small. Everyone thought to be able to fight, you know, the great evil was this, you had to have this big, powerful wizard. You had to be this great, you know, whatever, but it's actually the simple acts of choosing righteousness continually and, and kindness and love that actually pushed back the most against the evil. Yeah. And he, in, in Tolkien like tries to show us that with mm-hmm. like the beautiful character arc of Sam and Frodo who end up saving the world. They're not giant wizards. They're not, you know, they're just special, best special bloodlines. Yeah. They're just, they're just friends and they just care about the world. They care about each other enough to like lay their lives down. And so, how how important uh, can one person's life be of infinite you know infinitesimal importance? You can you can shake the world, the fates of all, if you like, if you live your life in such a way that it affects other people. And Commander Irwin's a great example of that. And we look back on him, you know, fondly. The same thing with Pixis, yep, and and even Marco, like. Marco yeah. wasn't a great general. Marco's around for all of like eight six episodes. But he's still yeah, we still cry his name all the time. Marco. He's still impacting Jean to this day. He's yeah. the reason that Jean did the right thing, you know, years later. And so, um, definitely good. Um, so, so we get um, we get the the order from Megath to do it. He's like, all right, you guys got some coal for the ship. They're like, yeah, we got coal. And like. We have it ready in 30 minutes. He's like, make, make it, 15, it 15 or the whole world is doomed, including Hazuru. <laughs> and they're like, okay. Like, no is, pressure. And he says, he tells him not to die. He's like, just get out there also, and don't forget. Yeah, die. don't die. This and, is literally the conversation I have with my children every single time. We're trying <laughs> to, to get, the, the world is I'm trying to get them in the car, like, you know, for church or whatever. I'm like, dad, it'll take us 20 minutes. I'm like, you make it 15 or the world's going to end, kids, you know? <laughs> <laughs> the fire under Put somehow. your dang shoes on and get your buns in the car. We're all going to die. That's right. The rumbling's coming. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. Or I just, I, okay. Marco. I just want to say, I think I am now justified in my Magaf um, affinity, I'll call it, at this episode. <laughs> it finally happened. This whole, since they introduced him to now, I've been like, you know, it's like he's fighting on the wrong side, but like, is he? he he's, I've always been calling him interesting, and now that I'm looking at it, I'm like, ooh, get retrospective. Oh, Magath retrospective. Uh, past Eric was right about future Magath. I think he turned out to be a good character. More like Chad Gath. <laughs> okay. So they also get the word out. I actually, one of the other things I love about this episode is that it moves quickly in the right ways. Because they make this decision, and they're like, okay, tell Mikasa, tell John, like, get word out, like, so we can, like, get this fight going, basically. So, cut back to uh, Annie, and she's, um, she's kicking kids into the ocean. Yep. <laughs> they're like little soccer balls. Again, didn't think I'd ever enjoy, enjoy seeing that, but now I'm like, okay, this is pretty dope. I'm here for it. Um, and Mikasa flies in, she's like, hey, change your plan, we're gonna leave, we're gonna go to the mainland, uh, so you need to help these mechanics board the ship. Um, so, Megath kind of stands guard. Uh, they run these guys out there, and this whole like sequence is pretty stinking well done. Also, I'm just offended that Flock is so smart. <laughs> it's not fair. Yeah. I just want to point that out right now, because he figures out what's happening. Yeah. Now, okay. Frickin' Fricker. Is he, like, was Flock always smart? I feel like I don't remember him being... 
a, we, we a don't good have leader. Much character development. Uh, we don't see him go from him. the sniveling baby who's like, I shouldn't have lived, to this leader that is inspiring all these people and is a strategist apparently and like mm. a really good fighter in ODM gear. Like, who is he even? <laughs> Flock's a man who of many talents. Who is he? <laughs> okay, guys, I have to go into Flock mode for a minute. All right, I have to go on the defense of okay. Flock. Okay. All right, let's get- Give me the flock defense. Let's hear it. Hang on. I have to like manifest a demon real quick. <laughs> <laughs> you want to do a seance or something real quick? <laughs> I hate you guys. I have to be like the, the dirtiest guy you know smoking a cigarette with a mustard stain on my shirt. No. Okay. I'll say this about flock. Okay. I'll say some good words about flock. Okay. All right. Let's hear it. We don't get much of flock's backstory. We don't know where he came from. Yeah. Maybe his backstory is as tragic as everybody else's. We need an episode of Lost. <laughs> A long flashback. Maybe no. kid. Maybe his dad only bought him one Xbox and not two. I don't you know? want to care and about Flock. <laughs> no. It, right? Too Let bad. It Too bad. So he's Flock. We don't see much of him up until the the charge of of Irwin, right? Like that's the lot. That's the first really like. Yeah, that's really the first we see of him. Almost though. maybe he's like in the background, but it's first hearing him talk and all that kind of stuff. Like, did wasn't he gonna run away first? Yes. And then. Yeah, Erwin. Well, Erwin convinces everybody not to run. Yeah, away. I'm sorry. I don't mean to give you feels about Flock, but I have to tell the truth. Okay, <laughs> I care about the truth. Let yeah. Me one character. Please. So, hey, well, I'll, I'm with you. I'll hate him with you, but let Pete finish. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let me hate one character. Yeah, um, yeah. So he, we just don't get much. I'm just saying, like, we get all this other stuff about other characters. We just don't get much about Flock. Okay. Then he goes with Erwin. He survives the suicide charge. He's the only one. He's in this existential crisis. Crisis. Mm-hmm. Why he, did I survive? He brings Erwin back. Like, that was a cool move. I thought the fact that he like even tried. I was like, oh, that's awesome. yeah. And we think are like, oh my gosh, he's such a good dude. He's like rescues commander. He's like, no, this bastard doesn't deserve to die. He doesn't deserve peace. He's a devil. You know, we need to resurrect him. He he's the only one. He to live so he can suffer. But also, he he believes he's the only one who can save him, right? So he's the one who introduces like the the challenge between, you know, is it going to be Armin or is it going to be Flock or is it going to be Erwin? So after that, we see him go from somebody who had this existential crisis, like who am I? Why am I even here? Why did I survive? To like really grasping on, like no, I'm not just going to wander for the rest of my life. I'm here for a purpose. My purpose is to somehow make a deal with the devil and and save. Eldia, he buys wholeheartedly into El- Aaron's like reasoning, and it's the only like driving folk focus. Like in life, you need a goal, you need a focus. If you just wander, it it's chaos. Everything will happen, and anything happen, and you you feel like you have no control, and it's very um very brutal for your psyche. And so you need a driving goal, you need a purpose, and leadership's job should be to continually cast that vision and to get everybody on the same board. Everybody um, get behind this vision that you're, you're, you're constantly pushing forward. Yeah, guys, we had a really terrible battle here, but we're going to keep moving forward. We're going to save our country. We're going to do these right things or whatever. And, and at that time, leadership's in shambles, bad things are happening. And so Aaron is the one that uh, gets flock convinced and flock like needs to believe in something so badly. Mm -hmm. He becomes like the highest zealot, for Aaron and becomes like the king of the Jaegerist, right? Yeah, I I would love to see animes do do a lot of back flash, you know, whatever. Especially this show, like they'll take you back and kind of explain things a little bit. Flock has gotten. I don't know if there's been really much, if any, of that with him. Like I would love to go back and see. Yeah, how did he kind of? We we know a little bit of his story because we've seen it happen, like you're saying. But I would actually love to go back and see specifically. He claims Aaron like told him to do all this and like mm-hmm. whatever. 
And then right later on this episode, he's like, oh, the one who saves Eldia is me. Like, I think he's got a bit of a hero complex himself. I just don't know what's true. And I would actually love to see, like, how did he end up? How did he end up this, like, new fascist dictator, Jaegerist, like, leader? Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I swear he was part of the scouts. Maybe he was part of the garrison. There's some argument there. A lot of people are saying he was in the garrison, which is what I thought. I thought he was garrison too. Okay. Regardless. I thought he was under Pixis. He trained. He trained with the rest of of the people. He came up with them. Okay. So he's not just a terrible fighter. He's not like some of these Jaegerists who have never seen battle. He actually did battle Mm -hmm. with with these with Titans. Titans. So he is a decent fighter. Maybe he wasn't in the top ten. Doesn't mean he's bad. Anybody who can survive that long in Attack on Titan world has to be a decent fighter. You're either super lucky or you have some skill. We never really saw his smarts at all. Sometimes it's the smartest people who fall the hardest for like you know, uh, True. propaganda, the propaganda. Yeah. 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 The, the, the beautiful kinda, lie. <laughs> yeah. The deception of it all. He's the one who's like, hook line they're and idealistic yes. and smart. So yeah. my point is, even like though Armin. all we've seen of flock initially was, Oh my gosh, you know, I, I, I don't deserve to die to live. Why am I here? Whatever. We didn't see him in a great light. That battle does that to everybody. Yeah. It, that, that, that's not a knock on him specifically. Okay. We don't know anything necessarily about his smarts based on that alone. Mm-hmm. All we know is, he it must be a decent fighter because he's in this, he's he's alive still and he was trained in the regiment by people like Keith Sadies and maybe under Pixis or maybe under Ehrman or whatnot. He is smart. We that's all we've ever seen of him is putting two and two together. He's outwitting Armin. He's like figuring out the plot. He's he, looking and seeing. He does seeing. it here almost instantly. He sees the mechanics running and he goes, "Wait, what are they doing?" He's like, "Oh, they're gonna try freaking commandeer that ship. They're gonna try and do something. They're gonna try and uh, prep the we better the stop flying machine, blow up the know. ship." And yeah. he knows enough to keep his people motivated via violence or via encouragement. He keeps going back and forth between the carrot and the stick. Like yeah. he shoots the people he knows that are gonna stand up against him and give him trouble, uh-huh. and yeah. he encourages the people who are who who will believe his lies. And mm. so he really, had a really abusive parent. <laughs> really, he's a he's a great leader, you know, and that's what people like. The, people never want to admit bad people can be good leaders, and <laughs> I don't want to admit it either. But people like Hitler, like Hitler, really got oh, his yeah. people motivated behind him. It's so bad, taboo. dude, but he was still a good leader, right? So, um, yeah, I I think to to come to Flock's defense, he stood his ground. He hasn't wavered on his beliefs the whole time. At least he's like solid. <laughs> At least he's like yeah, solid. He's actually gotten rallied people around a common cause yes. he's given them visions given them something to believe in he's he fit remember everyone always the, the void gets filled yes the void gets a power filled. vacuum it, someone it will gets fill it. filled it's either somebody good or somebody bad and so. it's somebody bad but someone who actually does have all the capabilities to be a great leader if yes. flock could have spent more one-on-one time with erwin and erwin kind of like like sunned him and discipled him and was like I will teach you the ways of hope, my son, you know, whatever. Yeah, sure. Maybe Flock would be like a freaking, you know, boss right here. But he just happens to have a broken lens of how to see the world. And that affects him drastically. And that allows him to yeah. get his world tainted. And he's going to go fight for this genocide that he hook, believes in hook, line, and sinker. Yeah, so this this brings up an interesting point. I know I've probably mentioned this before on the show once or twice as well. But, like, um, people who get involved in, like, cults, uh, and then eventually come come out the other side, which weirdly enough, I know I know a strangely, I say large number, but compared to like maybe an average person, I know a large number. It means all of you know six or something like that. But people who've come out of actual like cult uh, activity or whatever, not via cult, not like witchcraft. I'm saying cult like fake false religion, weird that kind of stuff. Um, and people who come out of those kind of radicalized cult groups or whatever, 
um, tend to all have a similar uh, wound and similar like problem. And you ask them, like, well, why did you believe this guy? And like, well, they were just so sincere. They almost mm-hmm. always use a word like that or words like that. Like, well, you know, this this crazy leader guy or leader, or sometimes multiple ones, like they were so sincere. Like, I just thought there's no way they could, there's nobody who's that sincere. There's no way they could be wrong, right? Like, because, and so their, their gauge for correctness or moral rightness is sincerity. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, that's, that's, I mean, let's just be honest, like, God love these people. That is naive, right? That is, that's not the correct, that's not correct. And so you have Flock, who, you're pointing out something which is generally considered a good characteristic, and I would agree, so sincerity counts. He's passionate, he's sincere, he's charismatic. Sure. He can inspire the people, like, he is a good leader. Yes, he's sincere, (laughs) but he's sincerely wrong. Sincerely wrong. That is the thing, is that we as humans, like... We kind of have this thing inside of us, like, well, once I'm once I'm really mean it, and I do it with my whole true authentic self. If I can just find my true authentic real self, oh. then I'll be right in whatever it is that I'm doing. Well, okay, but if your true authentic self is, you know, uh, what's his name, Jeffrey Dahmer, yeah. people's faces up, yeah, your true authentic self sucks and is morally bad, and maybe yeah. you're sincere, but you're sincerely wrong. And so my my point is that like, I feel like with Flock as a character, like, yeah, the like. You mentioned like other like evil like leaders or bad people in history. It's like oh, yeah, you have these great qualities about you, but they're all pointed in the wrong direction. And the thing is, is that it's one of the most like dangerous kind of type of pe- person to be. Is yes. somebody who is like you said charismatic, who's got a vision, who's really strong, mm-hmm. who's totally sincere and yes. totally wrong because people buy into that more easily. And he's unwavering. He's yeah. able to immediately shoot the people right in the face, not even blink an Being eye. decisive. Because he has this vision in mind of what yes. what the world should be. And okay. he's even tasted like some of the some of the victory. You know, he's even he like, has, there's been some, some fruit. He has some wins. Yeah, he's had he some, some wins. wins. Yeah. He has more wins than, than Reiner at this point. Like, <laughs> dang. He does, bro. he does. He's full L's. Hey, Reiner's gotten a win today, kind of, okay? Like, he kind of goes down the process, but he does his job. Yeah. Maxi Liz says uh, he's the evil Armin, yeah, in a way. Yeah, accurate. Damn. <laughs> they both are like you know the yes. the disciples of of Erwin. Uh, Someone uh, sent us a meme that was pretty funny. They were they were going hard for Flock. They were like, "Hey, you give him some credit, okay?" <laughs> He's and, just like Erwin. Yeah, and 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 the the there's like a graph, and it was like Erwin and all the things that Erwin <laughs> does, and then it was like the things that uh, uh, Armin does and the things that. Um, flock does and it was like you know give your life to save your people and like inspire the people or whatever and it was like armin really doesn't do any of these things and then the last the only thing that armin did was like have a crush on someone in your squad you know who killed your comrades yeah <laughs> like, okay, yeah okay all right fair enough we posted in the discord and it's, it's kind of funny. It's funny i don't think it's true but it's pretty funny okay so getting back to the episode here um speaking of flock so this is where flocks sees the mechanics uh he, he realized what's going on and uh uh, Hanjay and Mikasa roll up on Flock and the crew around him. And so help me God, does anyone have a count? I need to have pull a counter out and just do a quick oh time. Oh my gosh. That somebody has an opportunity to kill Flock and doesn't take it for some <laughs> they reason. They almost get him. Like, Pick almost eats him. Um, so many times. Hanjay slices him right where Mikasa has a scar, so they're going to have matching yeah. scars now. Even Zeke. Creepy. Even Zeke misses with his barrage of rocks mm-hmm. at the guy. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's true. somebody tell me this man is Flock's meant to live. guardian <laughs> angels are working overtime. Yeah, what what if what if it's like the good place? Like he's like being allowed to live to torment the people that are there. <laughs> yeah. like he's, the, he's the hole in there. Yeah. Okay, but like. Hanji, Flock is allergic to death. Yes, Mikasa I agree. Mikasa roll up and like destroy everyone around him. <laughs> Flock is allergic to death. Yes. Dang, guardian demons. Wow. 
That's the Guardian Demons. That's the what comments. he's got. The comments are fire. <laughs> you guys, if you don't watch the show live, oh my you gosh. need to. This is why. It's too good. The comment section is worth it all. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. Um, oh, man. They start, uh, yeah, they, they, they roll up on Flock. They they look him in the eye even like Flock sees Hanjay. They show this. He's like, quite shocked that Hanjay is indeed alive. In fact, me like rolling up to Pete and like I'm slicing Rachel's throat right here. Like, hey, I'm gonna kill you one day. I'm like, do it now. Like, why not right this second? Like, I maybe didn't know him until they rolled up. I don't know. At any rate, they've got to know too that when you when you strike the shepherd, the, the, the sheep scatter. Right? Like, they've yeah. got to know that like you take out Flock, you cut off the snake's head. It, the rest of the body is not going to be as strong. You know, they might resist for a minute, but their leader's dead. Shoot, shoot the officers. And, and yeah, and who knows exactly? Who knows how much more wicked the next guy in charge is going to be? But at least he won't be Flock. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. This is a good point. So, oh my all right, gosh. So he, in this whole thing, he goes, uh, he realizes, okay, what could what could be worth the risk? Like, they're going to run. He starts to do the math, and he goes, oh, like, they're going to take this thing out. They're going to take the, the ship elsewhere to the mainland, and that's mm-hmm. where they're going to try and prep it to fly it. Um, the plane, rather. Somebody said call it a plane, so I will. Um, so they start, so he commands his dudes, like, start shooting at the, at the mechanics. Like, don't let him reach this boat. Uh, Reiner pops in. He uses his hand as a defense. There's a bunch of cool like action moments here. He like blocks a bunch of bullets or whatever. Uh, he takes a thunder spear. Uh, mm. Magath jumps in on the action. Is freaking sniping people out of the air while he's guarding these mechanic dudes. And he loses an arm. Yeah. And so yeah, this whole part was like actually cool. Like they're working together. Annie's Annie's still doing work like this whole time. She's been like wrecking people. Yeah. And sh- they actually say out loud like, "Forget the female titan. Let's you know head to the head to these mechanics." Which. They must have heard Flock's order, I guess. Yeah. And I guess they were near shot. At any rate. So they like leave and she realizes what they're gonna get. Which one thing you shouldn't do with the female time is run. I mean, engaging her is also deadly. But like I feel like she always catches people. She's she's, fast. Fast. she's really fast. <laughs> she's agile, she's dead. Running is one of her strengths, apparently. Um so she gets there and she yeah, she blocks a bunch of thunder spears and loses an arm in the process. And I, as soon as that happened, I was like, Oh no, like this episode. And then they all shoot their thunder spears at her and then Reiner loses his face. Yes. So she like, oh man, yeah. like three of them right to the face. Yeah, she thinks she's gone. Her Reiner pops in. He freaking is basically gone at that point. Um, then let's see here. This is where Flock actually says the line that <laughs> service on the mainland, and he gives another short inspirational Flock speech right here. Yeah, and he tells him. He says, "Listen, we got to get there. We can't let those guys get to the boat because if they do, they'll get this plane and they'll stop Aaron." Okay, I'm gonna pause right there. To me, just that one line probably indicates that he knows it's possible to stop Aaron. Ooh. Oh, yeah. This yeah, whole time yeah, I've been you're thinking, right. how are they going to stop him? He's Maybe like unlimitedly powerful. Perhaps, perhaps, that's not even a word. Perhaps Aaron is more vulnerable than we realize. It's possible. Um, Reiner banging her back for making them. Yeah. Yes. I think this is awesome because Charlotte's pointing out it's the first time that Annie's ever gone up against Thunder Spears. It is. And True. so when she gets her hand blows off, she has that like typical like surprise Annie Titan. What? Yeah, like oh, huh? this I'm sucks. gonna freaking die. Oh, I should have hardened that arm. Yeah. So she gets her arm blown off. She stands up and the thunderspears are hiding right at her and she doesn't move. Mm-hmm. And doesn't Reiner jumps in in front and goes, No, like this will freaking kill you. He becomes the shield He's yet again. He's the shield yet again. He takes the freaking the pounding and he keeps on going, man. Yeah. What a what a boss. Yeah, he's pretty awesome. He's a good in this fight or whatever, too. Uh, yeah, Poison Ivy says Annie's breaking down physically and mentally in this episode. It's true. Gosh. Very true. Yeah, dude. I mean, 
We'll get to it. But the fact that he makes you like, like I say, I'm is like, hey, see this character? I'm gonna make you loathe them, and then guess what? You're, gonna you're love going them to love, and she will make you cry. <laughs> all She's the tears. Cry. No, stop. Why me? So okay. the Jaegerists des- decide to go blow up the ship with all their thunder spears. They're like, screw these titans. We're just gonna use our thunder spears to blow the crap out of the ship. Yeah, well, okay, so Fox speech, though. That's what I want to tell That's what, yeah. yeah, he inspires them. He says, they're going to, he says, paradise, this is the line. He says, um, bring oh, all your thunder spears because if they kill Aaron, you know, stop the rumbling. And he says, paradise will drown in a sea of sea blood. Sea of blood, yeah. Interesting. He says, the world will come, they will seek revenge, and they will butcher you, your families, and your children, right? So he gives a little, a little Let short. me take your worst nightmares that you never talk about and talk about them. Okay, but remember what happened? And uh, use them to motivate wasn't you. Wasn't it Irwin who did this? Mm-hmm. The people who were about to run in um, in season one, I believe. They're about, he's about to run. He goes, what are you going to run back to? If right. the Titans get through, they're going to eat your children. There's going to be nothing to mm-hmm. run back to. Yeah. Like, You have to fight right now. Yeah. And it inspires the people. Oh, yeah. it was Pixis. It was Pixis. It That's was right. Pixis. Yeah. Now, here's the thing is like, I at least have to make this comment here. I'm like, there's... This is always a struggle for me because I'm like, I hate people. When people rule with fear, like I always, I'm like, mm, that's, that's very questionable. Like that's kind of the world we live in right now. It's like everybody, people seem to only be able to get things done when they get people to be afraid. Afraid. <laughs> anyway, but like they make people, like they instill fear and they rule with fear. Like, well, if you're afraid, then we can tell you to do stuff and you'll do it because it's all like in the name of safety mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever. So Flock seems to be doing something here. However, there's just times when like, that's actually true, right? There's times when there's, there's is an actual break. There is an actual consequence. And as humans, we are geared to be motivated by consequence. Like, if mm-hmm. I don't plow this summer and plant this spring and do whatever, yeah. like, I won't eat this winter, that's not a, I'm trying to dominate with you, with, dominate you with fear, you better work or we won't eat this winter. Like, that's actually just, you know, for most humanity, for most of time, that was just true. Like, mm-hmm. if you don't work right now, we're not going to freaking live to see next year. So you need to do this. So Flock is kind of pulling that move. But the line he says is paradise will drown in the sea of blood. And about three minutes after this, we see him like Flock that drowns spear, in a sea of blood. And like it shows the ocean, like it, where the, the thunder spear goes and like it explodes this giant explosion next to the ship. And we assume it didn't hit. And it is like a s- actual fountain of blood, like an ocean of blood, like right there next to the, the sea is red. And I'm like, this is some serious. When like, they, they show the like zoomed out shot of the boat and the ocean near the the dock is just red. Yeah. All around the boat. Yeah. It's it's kind of horrifying. This, this is, is a gory episode. But this is actually, I'm surprised they did this because historically there has been times where so many people have died that the blood runs into the ground mm-hmm. and the ground cannot disp- disperse it enough and it runs into streams yes. which run into rivers and mm-hmm. rivers have been literally, literally like red with blood of, yep. of so much of millions of people you know people, yeah. dead right and 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 you know i don't know how much of a, of a harbor could ever get that filled but man it is the the gore of, of, of war. It's war. The, the yeah. human body it's holds eight like liters of blood. Time That times a couple thousand. So is if you a, drain is a, a bunch of people into the, uh, how many liters of blood before it turns seawater red? A lot. Yeah. It's kind of math I never wanted to have to think about. But I don't want to say this comment, but it's a great observation. <laughs> Fock gave his own life or gave his own inspirational speech and charged into the action and was taken down mere inches from his goal, just like Erwin. True. That's Dang. true. That's actually a great observation. That's exactly right. 
So Dang. I don't recognize that. Yeah, I don't see it. <laughs> it's great writing. It's good character. It's a great observation, but I, I can't. Do not see it. I can't believe that in my heart. Okay. So, Cart starts taking all the kitties and the injured people to the boat. Yep. Yep. Your notes are great. Thanks. I want your notes next time. Mine are, <laughs> mine are gibberish. <laughs> so they have the kitties, meaning they have Falco. Falco and Gabby. That's tight. And she actually mentions like, hey, they're they're, they're aiming for uh, the boat right now with the thunder spears. Like those two are not going to last. Not, they could defend the, the mechanics for a second, but they're not going to last defending the entire boat. So they kind of show Reiner. He t- takes another spear. And I know Annie doesn't have her head anymore at this point. Yeah, I think I Annie's head like falls off, and she's like, "What's happening?" And then Reiner anything. can't move anymore because he's been shot to crap. Too much shock and in his, his system. Yeah. His body's like, oh, "I refuse to move now." So they're both just sitting ducks. But there's no one around to say, "Annie, fall." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but Mikasa's still protecting them. Yeah, she's still doing her job. Well, okay, so they show, but they show, um, they show Falco, and I'm just like. This is like a fast-forwarded version of something Aaron went through yeah. or something that like kind of lots of characters have gone through in this show where he says, I got to use my power. I got to use the power of the, 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 um, the jaw. jaw. And leave it to pick. She's actually also one of the more clever people in the show. And she goes, that's a bad idea. First transformations never go well, which we know. I <laughs> yeah. thought, We've seen it. I thought at first that when she said that, she meant that you don't fully transform, perhaps, like, or something like that. But then I realized, I remembered back to when Aaron transforms one of yeah. the first times and he just doesn't recognize anyone and Tries just to wants to murder everyone. everyone. His, his first and that's where like that. Mikasa's scar comes from is he didn't realize who she was and he tried to kill her and he just tried to eat everyone and bite everything and was just kind of... Yeah, rampage. It's, it kind of makes me think of any vampire movie or show that you've ever seen. When someone first turns into a vampire, they're just like so overcome with bloodlust that they just kill everything near yeah. them, and they don't have any control of themselves at all. Ew. It seems like they're kind of hinting to the same idea that when you are a shifter the first time or few times that you transform, you're just a killing machine with no brain, and you're just operating on pure instinct. Yeah. yeah. Well, that obviously is the case, at least in this episode. Yeah, they never showed us, but I wonder how Armin... Um, how they got like how he was the first time yeah that's a terrifying idea and then yeah i also wonder if the age you are when you become a shifter has something to do with how much control you have over yourself interesting yeah because falco is still an actual child and so was aaron but everybody was yeah everybody who has a titan right now except for armin was a child when they were yeah they were like teenagers between 12 and like 16 yeah zeke might have been a little bit older but i don't know yeah he might have been like 18, 17. Yeah, I guess so. Well, at any rate. Here we go. So, uh, Falco doesn't listen to her no, sound he advice. And, and he Pia, Pia goes basically off. Basically, he's like, hey, look, my job is to get you guys to this ship here. I'll get you there safely, and then I'll join the fight. And we were kind of all thinking, like, you know. What can you even do without people shooting off your back, That's lady? not what I said. That's what they said. That's I what I said. Useful, I knew it. She's, she's useful. Not, she all she can do is chew on people. Yeah, and she's huge, and she's fast. And she remember, she, she saved um, Zeke. Yeah. She's always Zeke's alive. Yeah, true. You know? Okay. She's a utility titan, but doesn't mean she can't do anything. Um, Except carry stuff, she can carry stuff. Yeah, so they so they cut over to the entrance of the boat, right? So it sounds like the mechanics have gotten there. They send them off to the to the boiler to fill in, you know, start pushing coal and whatever. Uh, Connie has Armin, who's been shot. We know he's probably going to be fine now because he wasn't shot directly through the head. And um, 
that's this is when they see this train rolling. Reinforcements in. are coming. And I was like, Oh no. They are Too barely flat. hanging on by a thread. Yeah. They're all about to freaking die every time you turn around. Yeah. And now there's a train full of fresh, not exhausted soldiers that are coming to kill them. I was actually freaked out here. It's over. Like, We're all, that's like, it. The why, end. Why after, the tragedy? after the scare of last se- last episode, I thought that Connie, Connie was going to die for that sure. Connie or Armin was going to die. Mm-hmm. After the episode before that, when Armin was about to die. Now here, I'm like, okay, we, we already used up all of our get out of jail free cards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody has They're to die. Gonna die. I'm going to roll the dice in my head and think statistically who is the person who like could die and it would be impactful but the story can keep moving forward mm-hmm. I'm thinking okay you know Reiner he's like taking so much abuse can he finally give his life and lay his life down for like his friends and, and be at rest like Erwin was and he, you know her, her dad's gonna die and, but no there's, there needs to be that reunion no she can't she has to keep going Connie he's kind of come full circles of character he is kicking everyone's butt Chad Connie has come out and he's come sw- swinging yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah Cornelius Conrad Ch- Chad is <laughs> He's just killing it, right? Like, okay, maybe he's going to die. Jean, I'm like, he's never going to get his dream. Okay, Jean's going to die. And I'm, I'm Well, we already know game. he's not going to get his dream because Mikasa ain't going to marry him. Hey, but anyway. Sorry, there's man. a chance, okay? There's no chance. He has a beautiful it. soul. He um, does. So I was like, I was like playing the game in my head, like, dang it. Someone has to die here. Who is it going to be and who's going to hurt the least? And I, so far, we've, we've, we got off okay. <laughs> we got well, off okay. we get out scot free thanks to, thanks to Sadie's, of course. We find that out later. But like, they, the train the mysteriously train. explodes. The train explodes, and which tells me a bunch of different things. Number one, I was like, <clears throat> they didn't call this train in five minutes ago. They Mm-mm. called this train in a while ago. Like they were planning to ship yeah. people here. Not only that, but whoever bombed this thing didn't just explode. Like I was like, they either rigged the tracks or they rigged the train. I guess uh-huh. it doesn't really matter. But either somebody got here and, and did the the sabotage, or somebody did it back where it came from and did the sabotage. Which it turns out, I'm thinking it might have been a it could Combo. Have been a combination of the two because Sadie's may have had help. I don't know. I would also just like to point out that if Sadie's did sneak onto the train and plan to blow it up, he waited until they could see hope and they took it away yeah, from them. Yeah, like, hey, which just breaks this? their you will to fight anymore. Boom. Yeah. Like, I like that it ends quickly. Yeah. That I'm like, train, no, no. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, it's, like, oh, it's okay. over. Okay. Cool. All right. The reinforcements have been destroyed. Yeah, but did we get poor, to the part Those yet? poor Jaegerists, man. Their hearts just got ripped in half. Pierre right brings brings the kids up. She drops them off. Right, right. That same scene is when uh, Falco, he's running off trying to uh, Falco, transform. Yeah, he, he dips. Uh, he's like, Connie peace out. I'm going to join the fight. Armin, he looks at Magath. <laughs> It's like, I've seen some things. <laughs> I've done some things, right? Exactly. Prison changed him, okay? He's dragging unconscious think, Armin with steam coming out of him you, in multiple that's six, places. That's six or eight hours in prison, man. That's if you think that, that old Connie could have shot that guy in the face, you're Okay, why wrong. did he have to shoot him four times? My goodness. Probably Double emotional tap. trauma. I don't know. But, okay, but Lord Cornelius Chadwick... <laughs> Conrad Connie goes. <laughs> so many names now. I'll go defend the boat now, boys. You all sit around here. He <laughs> lights a cigarette. It was weird as he's running, uh-huh. and he, the None shades. I don't know happened. where the sunglasses the came sun- from. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They came down from the top of the screen. Exactly. <laughs> and then, and then all of a sudden, like some music from Top Gun started to play. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you guys heard that. Did he have like a banner of machine gun bullets across his <laughs> he chest? He did, and he had a tattoo that said "I love mom," but it was yeah. mom was the heart of a, t- a Titan skeleton. Oh, okay. Weird. Yeah, interesting. But but 
our Lord and Savior, Chadwick Conrad, <laughs> he flies into the air and he's like, na 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 And he's just, he's, I did not know because like some people's final form, like, you know, Annie turns into the, the attack to, or to, to the female Titan, you know, is a big shock when Reiner turns into the, the armor. armored Titan, you know, Aaron turns into the attack Titan, but he's also got, you know, other Titans, but but Connie's final form is actually an Ackerman. Oh, he huh. fully it's transformed he into an Ackerman because he is kicking butt <laughs> with does. the bat with Mikasa. Like he's yes. right up there. He's, suddenly he's flying best. through the air, spinning around, doing all the fancy sword Bro, things. Oh, it just did my heart so well. And like how slicing hard is the, it? He's just slicing the crap out of all kinds of people. How hard is it though to see like the most innocent of us, like the most childish, the most pure of us, like to become like this hardened warrior who has to like shoot people in the face, but he's saving his friends. He's still doing what he thinks is right. It's beautiful, but it also pains me. It, I feel like Magath, like I want him to go rest and hang up his swords and be happy and marry some girl and just, you know, chill out. But Oh my gosh. I, I think Connie's becoming a new favorite, a new fan favorite. Gosh, guessing. I always liked him. Okay, so there's this other cut here that's actually really interesting. Again, it's like a fast-forwarded version of, of what Aaron and, and stuff went through in season one. Oh, yeah, when but he's like... Falco, he's like digging at his wrist with a knife. He's like, I don't know. How I think like... he's jamming a nail into his palm. Yeah. He's like just digging Dang. for oh, gold. There's some symbolism there. I was going to say, is that a, is that a, like I a hope, messiah thing I don't or know. something? Maybe. Well, at any rate, he's doing it, and John actually comes up on him. He's like, "What are you doing? Get to the ship!" And I like John. It's a funny scene because John just like comes directly, like vertical, like elevator style down. He's like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> it's just it's creepy there. As Falco is digging it. into his flesh with a with a nail, like, like a typical kid. I'm sure Nothing John knows mom, exactly gosh. what he's doing. That's when they turn and they see that freaking Annie's head is coming yes, that's off. That's when the off, and then yeah, Reiner's like, "I can't move." She says, I can't see anything. Well, we also see chunks of her, like, arm and her hand and just stuff blopping on the ground everywhere. (laughs) It's bad, man. Yeah. You know gas prices are pretty high when it costs Annie an arm. (laughs) And and her head. An arm and a head. An arm and a head. Heads are coming off. (laughs) So they, like, yeah, okay, this is where they, yeah. Oh, my gosh. They also show, um... Mikasa, what? What do you say? Falco was caught red-handed. Oh, well <laughs> the done. The dad joke just burned. Me. When's the baby due, Charlock? You let us know. <laughs> yeah. We'll send flowers. <laughs> now we're gonna send him a cigar. Oh yeah, that's right. All right. Um, Sorry to derail so you there. They show a bunch of these cuts of like this. Like I said this is like an action episode. It feels good to watch. But they show okay, they show Connie taking names. Okay, Mikasa. Then they show Mikasa. Taking names. What's crazy is like this is not even Mikasa's final form. We didn't know mm-hmm. that this was not her final form. But I was like, dude, she is. She makes human kebabs people. later. And then yeah, and then they show uh, they show Mikasa. She comes and slices a bunch of people up. And there's that one girl who's got the gun. She's like afraid for a second. She's pointing it at Mikasa. And then John just like drills her. Snipes in the head. her. Just this this episode is like you've already said this earlier but this is like the ugliness of war like they didn't really want to go and kill these people because they're their friends but once the switch flips it's just time it's they just were wartime. killing machines and this they're is what you good they're do. very good and at they what are they do. hardened seasoned warriors and they're very good at their craft now yeah they, they have come enough- a long way from those scared little kids that didn't know what to do yeah. in the beginning yeah everyone yeah. everyone used their ultimate abilities this they press their R yeah everyone pressed R yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, 
What was I going to say here? Okay, this is it. This is the one. This I is where they start finishing each other's sentences. Yes, too. They, yes, exactly. Okay, it's so, like, this is the same thing though. Movie. Think about like oftentimes, you know, in, in a manga, like someone says something and the other person like is on the same exact wavelength which like never happens in real life you know like you're never thinking the exact same thing as somebody else it's like one or two times in life when it does but it's always a fluke (laughs) yes but oftentimes people have been like fighting and it's like annie you know give up you know and she's like i can never give up you know and you're Mm -hmm. like can they hear each other like telepathically through the paths telepathically you know can they hear each other but it's 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 obviously they written. have such good dialogue back and forth, but it's never out loud. Yes, but it's obviously written in such a way where Which like is annoying. the the creator wants you to think that they're on the same wave, like they're thinking the same things. They're almost having yeah. a conversation, right? But then we have then we have um, John and Hanjay who aren't Titans. Yes, they are Eldians. They but speak out loud, it seems. They're finishing each other's sentences. Like, yeah. they're on the same wavelength. Everyone is so synced They are up. in unity. I'm sure this manga panel had to be, like, amazingly epic. I mean, I can't wait to go through it, actually, for this reason. Yeah. Okay, so the line that, the line that they say together is they say, hesitate, dot, 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 and we'll never stop the rumbling. Yeah, which, again, is a very comic <laughs> book moment to happen. Mm-hmm. Hasn't, but we notice it, because, like, in this show so far, that hasn't been the case. But there's a certain, like scout OG unit cohesiveness like they're all so on the same page like maybe that's why that's in here now I don't know I could be wrong but also remember when um when John hesitated to kill yeah I what's thought your name that. on the back of the uh, mm-hmm. the cart right mm-hmm. yeah even so they kind of mentioned this and Armin the, has hesitated too with certain Armin things has, too well, I'm saying even Mikasa and and uh Levi both mm-hmm. so Okay, with Mikasa, she cuts the throats of Bertolt and Reiner right before they're like, she kind of figures yeah. out her season two, I think. <clears throat> but they don't quite die. And they don't say this directly, but they kind of make it sound like she intentionally held back unconsciously, mm-hmm. but she kind of just barely did, barely didn't. Jean did it in Liberia with mm-hmm. uh, Falco, right? He's like, did I miss on purpose? Like, there's just yeah. this, like, light, slight hesitation. Like, yeah. it's just enough to make you question it and make you miss, right? And have it not work. And then um, Levi, when he goes to take Reiner, remember Reiner's hiding in, inside of the wall? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he comes out and Levi comes down on him and goes to, like, take his head off. And he says, I was, I was able to transfer my consciousness or whatever inside. But he doesn't actually take his head clean off. Like, there's all these moments where it's like, at least in the show, where it seems like, okay. Yeah. Everyone hesitates. Aaron hesitates because he didn't Aaron want to hesitates. believe that Annie was yeah. a, was an enemy. Mm-hmm. And so they have this. Line they have now all learned the not to hesitate. Like, can't hesitate, hesitate. We can't stop the rumbling. And it's anyway. This is a cool one. Uh, I'll quote um, Sean Connery from The Rock: "Never hesitate." Oh, that was Sean. Very good. Mm-hmm. We have a Sean. Losers always whine about is being this their best. Is Falco? Um, let's see here. Take the trains of the Thunder Spears. Uh, this is when the car titan shows up, starts chewing on people. So oh she's yeah, she's out. she's like turns people into chewing gum for a second. Yeah, they, she's been hungry and this then whole runs season. away because she's like, oh crap, thunder spears. <laughs> well, they launched like several, all of them, yeah. like seventeen yeah. at her. In the last episode, it almost made it seem like they had messed up quite a bit of the Jaegerists, but the very first like shot they have is like hundreds of them still on the roof, and then yeah. I was like, oh no, they're st- they're still they're a serious still a good trouble. Deal of them. What's going on here? There's so, a lot of them on that boat, apparently. So they have. Um, so she dodges all the thunder spears. It cuts to 
Hanjay in slow-mo and then Mikasa in slow-mo and then Connie and then John and they're all sort of like right in the midst of like battle and on the verge of death. You actually yeah. said this, I think you're like, they're all on the verge of dying or something. Yeah, something like that. yeah. everyone's like, yes. on the edge of death. Yes. They even show, they show, yeah, so Hanjay being surrounded by everybody, so Mikasa like grabbing somebody in like an epic struggle. And I kept yelling, I was like, Falco, we need you. Yeah. Like, this is your moment, dude. Yeah. And then, you know, Cart Titan looks back, but she's got somebody's legs dangling and she's just like, yeah, she's chewing. She's chewing. And, and then, then they cut to, well, they cut to Flock and he says, defend the island to the death. It's for our country, right? He's mm-hmm. still giving the, the, the song of, of the tyrant. And it says, the, or then, then that's when Falco's just running along. He's running along, and they zoom out, and you're like, "Now is his time." Okay, can I say one more thing? We see the orange lightning. It just dawned on me right as I said that just now. Okay, so they transform. Um, okay, <laughs> think with me for a second. Sorry, I want to get this all straight. So, Aaron undoes all the Titan hardening. Mm-hmm. We asked at the time, does that mean no Titan hardening can happen again? Mm-hmm. Apparently not, because. Reiner has his full armor. Yeah, he does. But he doesn't have like, it doesn't look. It's the not crystal as thing. thick oh, as it's it, not the crystals. Yeah, but I'm saying, but his 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 armor, the golden came armor off. plates are back. But I'm saying those are Titan hardening, and they specifically mentioned that those came off. Okay. When mm-hmm. Aaron did the thing. Okay. Okay, so he's able to recreate them. So it's not that no hardening can ever be done again. So hardening could happen again. That was a question I had. Number two, just in general, I thought if if transforming into a Titan. Stay with me here. Is a function of Ymir's uh, blessing, or you know, she crafts it, and then it happens in an instant to us, but it happens over like years for her. They're still able to transform. Yeah. So either Ymir is still participating, like still kind of at their command, and is able to multitask, or there's a free will element in their powers. Yeah, there's a free will element, or they're they're being able to transform isn't as connected to her as, as it seemed in the episodes where they showed her. Yeah, that's a good point. Because if she made a deal with Aaron, she would be like, Oh, these people are gonna try to come kill you. Yeah, I'm not gonna allow you to turn yeah. to Titans anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So I, all I'm saying is that like, If he didn't think of that, that was a massive oversight. They're all all, all the Titan powers are still intact and usable to yeah. their full extent. Yeah. As far as we can tell. And so all right, so Falco of course transforms here. Um they show him. And of course they cut to the stupid um commercial screen. Oh <laughs> like, yeah, right the little <laughs> informational blurb happens right after we see the ball of orange lightning so we don't get to see anything and we were all like yeah, offended. Yeah, well, like his eyes and then they cut and you're like, what is that? Show me too. So, all right, so they come back and they show Gabby and uh, she's she looks over she's like, Falco, like, this is like, she already, I think they had already uh, established that they liked each other. I think we kind yes. of already got there. But if yeah. she didn't before... Now she's like, wow. She's like impressed with him man now. mode. Like, he, puberty's really working for Beast her. Beast mode, <laughs> literally. So he just like transforms and does what he, we thought he would do. He instantly starts owning and wrecking and destroying everything. Just ripping apart buildings. Kids, also, he looks titan so cool. Looks sick, He's the bro. coolest jaw titan we've seen yet. He looks Hands like down. a freaking griffin with no wings, which can he have wings next time? I don't know. We'll see. We, okay, can we talk about the flying titan Falco, theory now? The flying titan. Let's do it. Listen, all right. If you don't want the spoiler section, I'm sorry. We have it's to It's happening right, right now. All right, so we watch this. We always watch them twice. We do notes the second time. Can we watch this? And I always make sure to pause it and get a good look at Falco and his titan. Okay. 
It's obvious to he me. He has raptor least, feet. Yes, there's very... But now, he, you said Wolverine, which I agree with. At first, he looked like a Wolverine because of the fur and because of his jaw. But mm-hmm. if you think about the way eagle's legs look, his he, arms and legs yes. look exactly like, like eagle scaly, legs. Um, it, they have the scaly talons. And mm-hmm. then even if you look at a bird, a bird of prey, their bottom part of their feathers look more like fur than they do feathers they're more like down ish because they're more water repellent yeah yeah Yeah. so he's got talons he's got the scaly kind of uh feet on all fours even the shape of them Mm -hmm. they actually look and act more like talons and of course he has what definitely looks like a A giant when he goes to jump on the cart titan later in the episode he kind of bites down on her like it looks very birdy right yeah and they zoom out and they kind of show like his whole figure and i'm like you slap a set of wings on that thing. You definitely have like Griffin, something. Can like he that. grow wings? Can he just? I'm wondering because I know when Aaron, you know, his no. first few times he transforms, he's able to get taller. He's able to do hardening. He's able to do different abilities. Yeah. Is there a flying ability that Falco can unlock at some? That point? That would be the Will most. Will he end up being the Titan prodigy that like learns faster than anyone else? Now I've been saying this for forever though. I've, I've been you have. I was gonna say time. if this if this is true, this is the, the longest the shot <laughs> that you've ever had. I don't know what the over under was on this happening. It's huge, like, I feel bro. Like it some kind of like something yeah. to check. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go like, some Red Bull. The beginning of season <laughs> five, it gives you... So he gets wings. <laughs> Falco. <laughs> I wish that company would stop advertising because I just saw one of those. That's right. That's funny. Red Bull gives you wings. <laughs> With multiple eyes. So I've been saying this for forever, though. The beginning yeah, of season been. four. Yeah, Episode three mm-hmm. or something, two, three. They ha- actually it's Megath. We says see it. him looking at birds. They he looks up. They're they're talking about how it's the end of the Titan dominated era and how they're gonna have to move on and like mm-hmm. this battle against the Mideast Empire like clearly showed that. And he goes, they they ask him like, well, do you think Titans can win in the future? And he goes like, um, if you have a Titan that could fly, and he looks up, he like points to the sky, and they show the birds and stuff up there. And I was like. Are you hinting at something? Because, again, there's another thing I've been wondering about this whole time. Like, can specifically the nine powers, which they still haven't explained, by the way. And, and like, they all have these unique abilities. Why is there only nine? Each person who gets the, the Titan, each generation, it seems like they have similar abilities, but not exactly the same. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what is, the, what is the limit to the evolution here of what you can do with a Titan power? And I just was like, listen, what if there is a flying Titan... And then Falco got, got the power, and I thought, okay, well, if I have a shot at this, it's him. And then just this episode, I'm sure somebody else saw this before I did, but the, his name's Falco. Falco the Falcon. Like the Falcon. Yeah. Like the guy with the bird guy. Which is a bird of prey with raptor feet. Yes. I don't know. Maybe he never flies. Maybe he's just raptor-like. I you know? thought that that was way too obvious of a connection, but then no, I was like, not. wait. Sometimes the way too obvious thing turns out to be the thing that they the do. The best thing, yeah. I'm trying to get you to think too deep, and then... So Falco comes in this friggin' sick-looking titan. Yep. He has, like, a beak-type thing. He's he has growling. Claws. He breaks the formation up. They had something going. He, like, mm-hmm. picks it up. So he saves everybody, basically, by doing this. He is the ultimate diversion to shake him up. Yeah, seriously. So, and then Flock stares him down. Yeah, that, I thought he was going to kill Flock. I was like, oh, man. Yeah, this, this is it. Justice. Falco like, is the one who's yeah. actually going to nope, finally bring... No, nope, yeah. no, nope. We're not going to let that happen. Of course so, not. So Mikasa slicing people up. This whole, All this, whatever, Flock and Falco thing is happening. And then uh, Flock just goes, you know, damn it. Like, he just says that. And then I'm like, this next scene is a little hard to believe. 
<laughs> we were talking about how the, the way that everybody steps. just like fuck, but dude. He flies past Hanji. She can't quite get him. He defends. She slices him. his face. She he gets past the cart titan using a thunder spear to kind of explode, like launch them like away from each other. Mm-hmm. He launches himself into the air and gets one clear shot at the at the boat. And and, and Falco was chasing him, and, right. and Falco kind of jumps up and does this little like twirly thing mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw but Falco actually flips him the bird oh interesting yeah <laughs> so, that's, that, that's yeah. what happened huh? that's what happened yeah <laughs> speaking of dad jokes there's another one so he says if I can put one into the hull of the ship they won't be able to service the plane and he says this line and I this is so familiar maybe in the chat you can help me out here I swear Aaron said something really similar to this he goes the one who will save Eldia is, is me. me yeah you shouldn't say that because every time someone says that, Gabby shoots them. Yeah. Well, so wait. So where Aaron this... says something like that. Gabby shot his head off. Where else has this line occurred? Like I know it's happened, but anyway, I think this. Fi- on a final note on it, Flock. It wasn't. It wasn't the one who will save Adia, but it's like the one who will bring down the Titan is me. Or there was like yeah, the, that the one phrasing. Who is me kind yeah, of thing. yeah. The yeah. one who will save humanity isn't me. It's the commander. It's Armin. <laughs> what? Or the commander, it's Armin. Oh, that's who. uh, That's yeah, what Aaron says to Levi. Yeah. Okay. Or I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, face Gabby don't miss exactly right. (laughs) So, so he gives this line though. He says the yeah one who saved Odia, the one who saved Odia is me. What was did he say that before or after he touched Historia? Aaron. Yeah. Before. Okay. Okay. Because if still, he had said that still, after, frick. I still think that there's that's there. a that's a prophetic line right there. I yeah. think we still think Armin is still the long term. Yeah, that's why when they're, they're like he's gonna die, he's gonna die. I'm like, I don't. He's think almost he can died die. so many times, dude. He, he even had he, a freaking gun to his head, and he was like, "Shoot me, it's fine." Armin has to be the one in the end. Tried to turn himself into an Armin nugget to come up with the plan <laughs> <laughs> to to stop Aaron. Mikasa's gonna do it. But Armin has to be part of it. That the trio has to come together in the end. Yeah. Annie will get her. Well, we'll get there in a second. You'll get there in a second. Okay. We're not in official predictions yet. That's yeah. what the jack is having gone off. <laughs> they will come off though. I promise that. So he says, or, or sorry. So he gives this line. I wanted to comment on this line because he says, "The one who say, will save Eldia is me." And I've been questioning this the whole time. I'm like, Flock has this like complex. He's like, at first he's like, he Why has did a messiah complex. Yeah. And then now I think after he's come to grips with it, I think he goes. It's fate. I know why I was meant I live. to live yep. to do to do the things that I'm doing right now. Like yep. I, he mm-hmm. has a very strong sense of purpose yeah. that comes from this you know near death experience, and I think that this moment in here is the kind of a fulfillment of that in, in a way because he really believes like I'm I'm like a savior. He has his mm-hmm. own kind of Messiah God complex thing, mm-hmm. and this whole time I'm like, I just want to know. Aaron, what are you really thinking? You've been mysterious for an entire yeah. season two, plus now, yeah. two seasons basically. What if Aaron told Flock something like That's that? What, saying. what did he say to Flock, if anything? Or is Flock making this crap up? What if? What if? Well, Aaron... we know that Aaron had secret meetings with Flock. He did. That's and what I'm Yelena. Saying. What did he actually say to him? What if Aaron went in the paths and told Zeke, like, throw that rock a little bit to the left so this guy lives you know oh my gosh. <laughs> right well okay yeah sorry that'd be crazy moment. i'll save it okay so at any rate he says that he says that line he shoots the thing um yeah and gabby doesn't freaking miss she shoots him in the air but he gets the thunder spear off and of course he shoots it and lands short of the ship and we see that pool and then there is a fountain blood. of blood it's pretty insane the sea of blood um and this is where we get and to then the flop rampage. drowns in it <laughs> 
Um, Picasso's Rampage is... Um, Where she makes human kebabs. Human kebabs. Looks like she's from a fighting game. She's like, yeah, she's from a fighting game. She's doing like ultimate combos on these kids and <laughs> different fatality just for funsies. Finish him. Yeah. The best one, of course. It literally rains blood. There's two best ones. One is she zips her freaking ODM gear, the, the threads of it, like around these guys to like tie them up and kebabs them. Oh my gosh. And then the next one is while the dude, while one of the dudes is like incapacitated, she like pulls the 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 whatever firing pin, I guess you could say, on his stomach pan, yeah. and just walks away and lets it like rain. She down doesn't blood. look at the explosion either. Mm-mm. And then she like looks up at the camera and I'm like, <laughs> you know, have a freaked out moment. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if she just like levitates over to everybody else. She's just reached that level of Ackerman. <laughs> She's just, oh, okay, you've unlocked that level well, so now. I've been, cool. I've been saying this for forever. You know that this is actually. Uh, spiritual sequel to Dragon Ball Z. Oh, Mikasa, oh, yeah. So they say Ackerman, what they mean is, su- is Saiyan, right? It's yeah, they mean, they mean Kam Ackerman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. it's pretty close, yeah. <laughs> same, same deal. <laughs> so she goes on her rampage. Um, Meanwhile, Falco's anyway, going on a rampage Falco as well. Falco's on rampages, and uh, they, they kind of... So Cart is the one who says, like, hey, the enemies are gone, like, come out. And I kind of knew this was going to happen. I was like, he's... When she says the first transformation doesn't go well, we've seen this multiple times now. It doesn't go well because you were like a killing machine. And it's He's like, "Oh machine. look, I want to eat you." <laughs> but they pull it off. Actually, weirdly enough, okay, again a question here. So she jump. He jumps on her. They have the little scuffle. Megas um, is like, says, "Don't him down. let him go." And she and like, is actually the one who pulls a sword and cuts him out of the nape. But he, yeah, it looks like the sword he's using is a scout. It, so does. it does. Yeah. Am I wrong? Where do you no, I don't think so. I think someone Connie gave it to him. Some... Yeah, somebody must have given him one. They're literally but all over the place. ODM? ODM? I-, I thought for sure it would be Mikasa because I was like, there's a lot of experience. <laughs> yeah, this. yeah. Like, she knows how to Connie get had him. Uh, Mikasa had him. Hanji, I think, had ODM gear, but yeah. she was shooting, wasn't she? Did yeah, she have swords? that's kind of what I thought. I don't know. Well, anyway, they cut him out, and they said, you're, you're all right now. You did well. I mean, Mikasa has this kind of fatherly thing Dude, going on now. Dude, it's a super father thing. Yeah. You did well, really son. Sweet. He pulls him out. I'm like, oh, man. Poor, and poor Connie's you're like- You're safe now. Oh, Stop no, killing everyone. Poor Falco's like, oh, what just happened? Um, gosh, it's really cool. All Let's right, then, go on a boat ride, kids. The last scene here is really cool, too. It's a cruise. It's a, yeah, it's a cruise. A cruise of death. <laughs> they, uh, what's his name? On phone gets commissioned. He's like, hey, Megat says, hey, take care of the kids. He's like, where are you going? He's like, uh, I'll bring up the rear. And I knew I'm going to go blow it, myself like, up. What do you mean by that? What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? He just went, he, they, we took him to a farm. It's a, very, a happy farm. <laughs> a happy farm. Far away. All the, yeah. All the happy all the pigs, lies. all the happy chickens. All to be together for the forever. lies. So this, but this whole sequence, honestly, is one of the more sad, as far as like, We've been talking about how many unfinished threads there are. These two finish pretty well to me right here. So Sadie's and uh, and and Megath. So for starters, you have, you know, where a couple of Jaegers left over and Sadie's like is a freaking gun and <sighs> chops him up like he does the like he does the swords. He doesn't need no guts. Uh, he, he jumps down. And it's like two great men like meet for the first time. Like two great like men of war like meet for the first time. And he's like, he's the one who exploded the train? He's like, Soda. Soda. <laughs> it was me. It was, in fact, Turns him. out there's some stragglers still around, but Sadie's takes care of them. He's like, yeah, that that's, it was me. And he asked him, why didn't you get on the ship? And he's like, well, there's a cruiser here. 
which is fast enough mm-hmm. that if it were taken out, it could actually sink that other boat. So, um, so they make this. Well, they don't really talk it through very much, but basically, they, they jump on the ship. He's like, "I'm here to take out that ship." So they they get into the they armory. Sneak into the armory mm-hmm. where all the ammunition and stuff is kept. This is actually a real thing that we don't design ships like this anymore. They lock the door. Um, yeah, they lock the door and they start like pulling out the. You know, Mega starts setting up the the sabotage thing, and he's like, "Hey, you know, uh, cities gives the line." He's like, "Hey, they're they're coming." He's like, "I don't care. I'm gonna be the one to pull the firing the, the light the the magazine anyway." And I'm like, "I love how he's like b- basically building a bomb, and these two guys just have a heart to heart right now. Yes. They're like, "Hey, you gonna build a bomb? Cool. Let's spill our souls out to each yeah, other." Yeah, he goes last chance to take a swim. Like, you better get out of here if you want to live. Yeah. And Sadie's takes a breath and he goes, "Today's a good day to nah, die." I've been looking for a, a good good time to die. <laughs> now is, oh my god! Now dude. is the day. He's I'll watch your legend. back. Oh. What a line, though. Sadie has just been a gun since like since after he had his little breakdown. Man, he's just been such a gun like ever the since whole then. Stinking thing. Oh. Megath talks about how he trained children for war and. Yeah. Then he realizes that they could actually maybe be normal kids. Because like last episode, he had a little bit of like a repentant, like mm-hmm. heart change kind of thing, which you love it. You love to see it. And then mm-hmm. this episode, like it really cements it where he says like. He's very retrospective. Mm-hmm. We said this like, if you actually go all the way back to this, the very first season four trailer, we were talking about like, hey, it looks like the people who sent the Titans and knocked down the walls were training child soldiers. Mm-hmm. That's bad. Very bad. We brought it up multiple times since, but I'm like, that's actually not good. And here, here he is, making out the guy who did it, and he's like, Yeah, I did that. that. I should have. I that. did this. And he says, he's, you know, um, Sadie says, you know, yeah, I, I'm, I'm basically gonna die. And and my guy says, you're gonna be remembered as one of the heroes because without you, those reinforcements would have come. We never would have made it out. Like yeah. you're the reason. You're a hero. And he goes, We're, we're both heroes. We'll both be remembered. And and as we're saying this, I think they both know. Nobody's gonna know Nobody's what gonna they know did. Nobody's gonna know what they did. No one's gonna know what they did. There, no one even knew that it was Sadie's that did it. And then they're both gonna kill themselves here, and everyone's gonna be far away. Everyone who already was there as a witness is gonna die. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you do things <laughs> in obscurity. There's a pretty good chance no one will know what and they did no that day. No one will know, but it's. It, it, I love it. it. I love the fact that we didn't know for I don't know the majority of the show how much of a boss that Keith. Sadie's was. He we was special know. in the end. We didn't know, right? And this is often how it goes. Mm-hmm. In history. Unsung heroes, yeah. All the time. We are the way we are today because of unsung heroes, because of people in our past, right? And even if we did sing about them, if we didn't sing about them well enough or long enough or loud enough. We still forget. Our children will forget the the feats and the accomplishments of, of greater men who have laid their lives down for better things. And if we're not constantly going back to, like, the thing that, that um, Magath said was, you guys aren't guilty of the sins of, of last generation, but it is our job to remember what happened. And remember what happened and, and change and do something differently. And in history, like, we need to remember the things of the past because unknowingly, all of the scouts... We're standing on the shoulders of giants without even knowing. They didn't know that Pixis, they didn't know that Magath, they didn't know that, well, not Magath for, for the scouts, but Pixis and Erwin and, and people like Hanji and people like Keith, like they shaped the heart of the military. And uh, most of them 
didn't even care, didn't even know, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and so we need to remember the heroes. We need to honor these people. We need to look back and see what have people done so we could have our freedoms and our sacrifices today and we could look forward and and honor their their sacrifice, but also live up to the expectation. Like I wanna I wanna be a man like Erwin. I wanna be a man like Keith Sadies. I wanna be a man like Magath and actually even if I did something bad, turn around and do the right thing in the end. And mm-hmm. and here um Magath is saying, Yeah, I I'm not going to pat myself on the back and be called a hero because I've done things that are wrong. I've sent, you know, child warriors out to go take a, to attack take, a the wall. take a bring a wall down and my conscience told me that wasn't right. Meanwhile, I realized later that if I could just have these kids live a normal life, that would have made me happy. Like yeah. if I, and you see that in Falco, you see that in Gabby, you see that in Colt, like he actually cared about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we kind of have been talking about this too ever since kind of the euthanization, or really sterilization is the correct word. Ever since that plan kind of came about, mm-hmm. we're all saying like, the difference now moving forward in the episode or in the in the series is going to be people who are like, yes, children, or people who are like, no, no future generations. And that's, that kind of gotten dispersed a little bit with Aaron doing the rumbling and cause Zeke's plan is now officially foiled or so we, so we think. And that being the case, like I love how he drops this line here because it's still true. Thinking of somebody who's not yourself is, is essentially the ultimate, like human Ning. If, if that makes human-ing. any sense, <laughs> like the best version of you that you're going to be as when you're was when you are intentionally fighting for someone else's destiny for what they're going to become for their greatness like that's what real humility is that's what real righteousness is that's like a, that's what a real you want to talk about the phrase a good person if ever there was such a thing a good person is somebody who intentionally lays down their life and not just death not just i'm going to literally sacrifice my you know breathing but so in the small do, things exactly but somebody who does it right so i always think of so mothers right like moms change the world and like they're the most important job of all time. The most influential teachers of all time is moms, right? You have the most like influence over a human that basically anybody could ever have. And they do it through self-sacrifice yes, again and again. You do it in little ways, you do it in big ways, but there's like, and my, my point is to say that like parenting and all that kind of stuff in general, but not just parenting, like we are our best selves when we're pouring ourselves out on behalf of other people. We actually, it's, what's funny is we tend to actually accomplish the most yes. for ourselves yes. when we're doing it on behalf of other people. Like you go to build a business, well, great. Build a product that actually makes everybody else's life better and it will, it'll make you rich, you know? And like that's kind of yes. like, there's lots of things in life that are like mm-hmm. that. And like, you know, it's easy to lose sight of that. But what I'm saying is that, and so the way it's cool in a, in a Magath character is because he's older, you know, like he's been through it and he's actually been doing things the wrong way for a long time. And here he is kind of in this like final moments. And this is his best self that he's been, right? This is the best general or Theo Magath that there ever was, was the one who goes like, I need to lay my life down. In this case, his actual life on behalf of like people who are coming, who are coming uh, after me. And what's interesting is Keith Sadie's is actually in the, he's the same fatherly figure here doing the same thing because he says, so he asks, so Magath asks him, he says, why, um, why did you side with us? Yeah. Why did you side with us? And he says, you know, siding with us basically means the downfall of the Island. And he says some old students, I saw some old students of mine headed uh, from the armory and mm-hmm. headed South and they had with them Annie Lee and Hart. When I realized the plan that they had, I was moved by how much they had grown. That line just like, it's like, I liked you before. Not really. Keith, you are special. Dang <laughs> now it. you're my guy. Like, the thing you're not a this, bystander anymore. Yeah. Look warrior. at you doing things. 
this old warrior is most moved by seeing his students grow and become something else. He's I'll thinking, say it. Carla chose wrong. I said it. <laughs> Carla chose wrong. I said oh, it. I forgot. Okay, I said it. All right. Someone had to say it. It was Aaron. Aaron was like, "Yo, Carla, you you can't you can't marry this guy. It's gotta be, he's actually a druggie." Like, oh, okay, sure. <laughs> no. <laughs> the preview literally is like, "Oh, everybody." Well, sorry, spoilers. But anyway. So they both make the ultimate sacrifice. Yep. Yeah, and, and so Gabby cries. Uh, Paris said, "You know, integrity is doing the right thing when no one's looking." Yes, my dad but used they, to say that. But they both witnessed each other. Like, yeah. Like witness me, brother. Witness me. They're both two of the same old guard cut from the same cloth of yeah. like old military guys and here they're doing the ultimate <sighs> thing they're going down with the ship literally and the way they animate it like because like the guard showed like hey open this door and like Keith hands in the rifle to get, to get like, yep. the match or whatever he goes what's your name Keith Sadies what's your name Theo Magath they witness each other yeah they pull the freaking trigger Boom. I love that like the music it's just the, the symphony music dude and the explosions and you don't even hear, you don't hear the boom we'll remember your names True salute. True salute to you guys. In memoriam. We remember your names, man. We remember your sacrifice. We'll remember those heroes who went down. My final note is Annie cries. Let's just end in a weeping face. Oh, man. Yeah. It's so sad seeing Gabby, like, this ship explodes. And, like, that was one of her only father figures, man. It's it's very sad to see that. She was was close with them. He cared about her. War as hell. All right. So we get a quick after the credits scene. We thought thought it was all over. I actually stopped the reaction video and then restarted it. It's like, wait, there's more happening. There's more. So, but wait, there's more. It's, it's, uh, it's there's RJ. more tears. She's saying, listen, we're headed south. She's explaining to Annie, we're headed south. We don't have a choice. Um, there's really nothing we can do to save Liberio. She's just kind of informing them of her It has been flattened. And Annie's dead. And she says, my entire reason it's for so fighting sad. is It's so sad. Like, Jean and Mikasa are kind of supporting her as she's falling apart. And they gently li- lower her to the ground so she can sob. And then Mikasa's comforting her. And it's, it's kind the of touching. The enemies have been, been united. The, they're friends, they're friends again. And, they're and the, friends again. The crazy okay, yeah. thing is like, her whole thing was, I have to get back to the one, the person that I love, the person I care about. I have to get back to my dad, Mr. Leonhardt, right? My adopt, adoptive dad. I have to get back to him. And I promised I'd get back to him. Mm-hmm. And, and so much so that I'll freaking fight everybody. Mm-hmm. I'll almost, you know, be Aaron. I'll almost get out. I'll even encapsulate myself in a crystal not knowing if I'll ever be able to get out just so I can keep my promise to him. And I'm like, Annie, don't give up on your dad. He didn't give up on you. Mm-hmm. Don't give up on him. Yeah. Maybe he's not flattened. Yeah. I also, we don't know. We haven't seen any of it yet. I also really like the contrast we see in Mikasa here because just seconds ago she was making it rain human <laughs> flesh on everyone. Oh, and yeah. now she's practically crying and she's trembling as Annie's breaking down because her whole reason for fighting is over and she wants to throw herself off the ship. I mean, which is kind of like she wants to kill herself now. Yes. Well, and honestly, some of. And Mikasa understands how that feels because she. Her Aaron thing is gone. Yeah. So, like, Aaron, life, Aaron was her whole reason for fighting. Aaron was her whole reason for everything. And now he's gone. And there's been so many times where she thought he was actually dead or lost. Yes. And she's had to go on fighting anyway. Yeah, multiple times. Even in season one, that was going on. Yeah. Yeah. Liz is saying it. Annie breaking down uh, and saying how she didn't want to kill her friends. <laughs> wrecked me yeah i wrecked all of me us. too we i was like sobbing i was like oh my gosh okay so bringing this all the way back right mm-hmm. bringing it all the way back what's the very first thing that yelena says in the beginning of the episode she says you just can't, you can't take, take the, the violence, violence out, out of, of people him. and what does annie say i don't want to fight, fight anymore you can take the violence out of people you be renewed what takes violence out of people 
war, incredible loss, yep. pain yeah. and suffering, getting a taste of what war really is will make you not want to do it again. Mm-hmm. Like you said in the very beginning of the episode, the people of World War II, we had just fought this freaking crazy battle. They're like, we are not going back to another war. Now, morally, you know, strategically, it may have been the right move. Right. But the people's hearts were like, we need our, our sons back. Yeah. Yeah. We need our husbands back. We're done with the killing. We're done with murder and, and killing and, and, and the blood you know, running red in the harbors. We need rest. Yeah. We don't want to fight anymore. What we want is we want to rest. We want to heal. Mm-hmm. We want a boom to happen again. We want there to be joy and peace in the land. We need our soldiers to experience some of the joy of what they've sacrificed for. Yeah. And so there is a way of taking violence out of the people. Now it sucks. You give the people peace. You give the people, you know, uh, peace for a hundred years. You give the people, they'll turn right back to it until they go back and they experience loss and suffering and pain. And they know the true cost of what war and violence brings. Then they go, no, I I will not willingly go into this unless I have to. And that's where you get all these like vets who know the true cost of what war is. Mm -hmm. And if they're still willing to go, you better freaking follow those guys. If they go, no, let's not fight, you better listen to them because they know the cost of war. They know what it costs. They've paid it. They've seen it uh, with their friends who didn't come back home. And so there is a way to bring this the full circle back to to take the violence out of people, but it is to expose them to the horrors of war. It's to expose them, you know, sitting back in your peaceful village, you go, yeah, we want to go fight these other people because we, whatever, but until you see it, right? It's so brutal and visceral. The world is cruel. Unless you experience that cruelty, you'll know that it's not willing to go to war unless you have to, to defend your very way of life. It needs to be a last resort, always. Um, so there's one last homage to Magath here that they actually say in this moment. So they're doing this whole thing. Oh, yeah, Magath. yeah. And it's actually... Uh, Hanji. Hanji. She says, you know, the destruction of Liberio uh, was inevitable. But Magath knew that. Yeah. He still gave his life so we could push ahead. He didn't do it for Liberio or for Marley. He did it. He, he did it. And trusting us to save people whose names he'd never know. That's a hero. That, mm-hmm. That's easy hero. That's what makes Annie turn to Mikasa and go, so I have I'll to ask, ask you, you again, again. Can you kill Aaron? If I go to kill Aaron, can you stand by and watch? Which is funny, she doesn't read the answer. She doesn't. She's still struggling with it. Yeah. But I gotta say, okay, initially it was it was good guys versus bad guys, right? Mm-hmm. Initially it was the monsters versus the people, and then it you know yeah. it kept evolving, kept evolving, kept evolving. And we kept finding justification. Well, yeah, we got to go mm-hmm. kill those people mm-hmm. over there because mm-hmm. whatever, right? And then. Um, that that slide, by the way, was really good, right? Mm-hmm. The heroes and allies. Oh, yeah, you got the picture of it. The slide. It mm-hmm. said uh, the one in between. It sums the show up perfectly. It goes. Oh, oh. When Titans oh. were the threat, you know, humanity went I to war with the Titans. I do have that. I took a picture of it. When other nations were the threat, humanity That's went to war with it. other nations. Shh, go away. I took it. My notes. It. My phone's dead. She's pulling it up. Where? Here it is. It says ah. information available for public disclosure. I love how these like become less and less about like just random details in the show and they're now about like okay. philosophical things. Okay. Yeah. Enemies and allies. When Titans were, were the greatest threat, Titans were the enemy. When countries were the greatest threat, countries were the enemy. For as long as people hold firm to different beliefs, there will always be an, an enemy. enemy. Yes. So here, at first it was just about saving the world. Yeah. Then it was about, okay, saving, you know, um, Pick and Annie 
They go, I don't care about the world. I don't care about liberal. I don't care about Marley. I don't care about, you know, uh, LD. I'm not here to fight this like political war. I care about the people around me. And in, in war, especially in Vietnam, when things were really bad and the, you, you weren't hailed as a hero, yeah. the things That's that kept you, you going, they said, was the people next to them, the brothers yeah, in their, in their crew, the band of brothers that you became, right? And so... Then they were initially just fighting for the people that they knew they cared about. But mm-hmm. that's what everybody does. Everybody fights for the people around them, right? There's not necessarily a ton of virtue in that beyond self-preservation. I guess it's, it's more than self-preservation, but everybody does. Everyone cares about the people that are good to them. Mm-hmm. Okay? But what does Magath say? Magath goes, no, I will give my life mm-hmm. to save people who you'll never even know their names. People mm-hmm. that are not just within my close friend circle, right? Mm-hmm. You know, Jesus said, like, love, everyone loves their friends, what benefit is love your you? enemies? I say love your enemies, right? Yeah. Love the people who you'll never even know their names. Yeah. Why? It's worth it to save the world. Right now, Liberio is going to be going to be smashed. Everybody you know is probably going to die. But is it still worth it for you to give your life to save people you don't know? If it's if it's right and virtuous to save these people, mm-hmm. it's still right and virtuous even if you don't know those people because it's the right thing to do because humanity is precious because life has meaning. Life is precious. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. The world is cruel and also beautiful, and we need to strive to push back against that cruelty. Shall we predictions? Sick of killing each other. Yeah. I don't want to fight anymore. And he doesn't want to fight anymore. There's a way to take the violence out of the people. Man, this this, this show, this episode. So good. This is so good. It's one of my favorites, actually. All right. We're about to go Jack to predictions. Hey, uh, I don't know about you guys. Do you guys take off your like jacket at home when you're watching the show for predictions? Yeah, does anyone else have this? Jersey? I'm sure you do, you right? Toss your hoodie off. Yeah, they get they got their mug. They've got their Attack on Titan T-shirt, mm-hmm. which you can get from do the links below. Do you also pull up your sleeves? Uh, yeah, yep. You can buy T-shirts. You buy mugs. Also, if you've never watched the show, if you only listen, you should watch it just so you can see what we're talking about. Yeah. Today. Next week we're gonna well, do. Naked or anything, next week we can't uh, confirm anything yet, but we're gonna do a special ish episode yeah. so come join us it's gonna yeah. be fun we'll still be here we'll still be streaming no AOT episode but we're gonna do something a cool event thing for ourselves we're about to get into spoilers yes you guys can email your questions to us at beyondthebasinpodcast at gmail.com please give us a five star review Thanos five star review on you can also Apple give us a six star podcast. review you cannot you so just give us what's possible <laughs> uh, no, don't do that. <laughs> but if you want to make five accounts and give us five five star reviews, we'll allow that. Are you laughing at the blankets? You threw your blankets. Yeah. <laughs> Just, yes. Blankets count. And then we have a question for you guys. What's our question? Okay, we'll throw this up in the on the YouTube. We'll throw throw the vote up. But after Attack on Titan, if that exists, what what do you want us to break down? Yeah. Obviously, Demon Slayer we started and yet are yet to finish. I would like to just jump back on the Demon Slayer train, but if for some reason you guys, because you guys want to listen to the show, if you want us to run through something else, I'm certainly open to it. Yeah, if the overall majority of people are voting for one thing, we're going to be interested in what that one thing is regardless. So let us know yep. in the comments. In the comments, you can email us. Beyond the Basement Podcast at Gmail. Yeah. All that stuff. Okay, are you ready for spoilers? I'm going to read a couple of these comments. Predictions. Sure. You want to read some comments? Here, hand her a mic. I need to just put a mic back there for you. I have one. You say this, and you have one. Hello, world. Do it. Why not? God. This, <laughs> this is my wife. She's not screaming, but she's very cute. Um, hold on. Let me find them. She's buffering. <laughs> buffering. Oh, well, I don't. Did you read all of these? I don't know which ones. Uh, just no, pick just one. For it. Okay. Um. Dang it! Where is the one? Hold on. <laughs> okay, I'm. Oh, oh, I I went up too far. That's why. Okay, um, 
Poison Ivy says, I feel Levi is going to step in and kill Arian for Mikasa so she doesn't have to do it herself. She's meant to protect him, so I feel he's going to take back that burn for her. Um, Mexi Liz says, I could see that, but I don't see Mikasa letting it happen. Um, she might not. She might fight Levi, but I feel he's going to do it regardless. Um, I honestly feel like once she took off that scarf, like that was kind of her like symbolic way of saying like I love you Aaron but like you've gone too far I've gone to the ends of the earth for you and gotten nothing back and I'm kind of like I'm done so Mm -hmm. I don't know I don't know I feel like I don't know if she would go as far as kill him but I feel like if someone else did it I think she would have it in her to to not fight them yeah I don't know I don't know We'll have to find out. They're obviously spooling it up here. Like, yeah. Kind of like get you to think along those lines. So we'll see how that part goes. goes yeah. Down. It would be pretty traumatic for her, is what um, Maxila says. Uh, I mean, so she's had a traumatic life, so I feel like what else? You know, what's killing Aaron? <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. That's right. what drives her to marry John. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Okay, so now we have to we, we have to talk about this. John, John has to kill Aaron in order to get his get the girl. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe. Okay. I want to talk about this. Okay. You keep bringing this up. I think it's really smart. I've mentioned it as well. Okay, so the rumbling happens. We see them marching off. We haven't seen Aaron since he transformed. We haven't seen Zeke. And you've made this comment. You don't know that the rumbling is what it it maybe fully appears to be. What's your theory? Yeah, okay. So we've we've seen B-roll shots of the rumbling starting throughout the in all the episodes since it started mm-hmm. shot here shot there in the background or whatever steam. steam everything it's like you're constantly aware of this thing this major dr- dramatic event happened but you know what they haven't showed us any of it happening on mainland yeah. why would Isayama not mix up in the panels some destruction happening why wouldn't mm-hmm. he show some people being crushed people running he doesn't have to show you key things yeah that's yet. a really good point usually when something is happening in the show and they're saying it's happening we're seeing glimpses of it happening he's really great at showing and telling at mm-hmm. the same time and yet we have seen nothing of the rumbling on the mainland we have seen nothing of the rumbling anywhere else the last we saw was Mr. Leonhardt who goes and says, we have to get out. The rumbling's coming. Yeah. And they start, a, they start a coup. They, they start rise a, a, a revolt, right? And so um, based on what they, ha- what they haven't shown us, I think there's more than meets the eye going on here with the rumbling. I think Aaron is definitely doing something. I still am on that vein. In order to save the world, he's not going to kill everybody. Maybe he will. Maybe he is the bad guy. But I think that he is trying to unite the whole world against him on purpose so he can mm-hmm. bring peace. And I think that hopefully he's doing it. He's going to lay his life down like it means he's going to be virtuous. He's going to say, everybody, come hate me. I'll become the villain you guys all need. Unite the entire world so there can be peace. And I'll take with me all the Titan powers. Me and Ymir will die together. And Ymir will finally be at rest. I can die knowing my friends are going to survive. And my, they won't mm-hmm. be persecuted for the rest of their lives. Eldians will be safe for generations. I think that is... I'm hoping that's his end game because that's a tragedy that I can get behind. If it's not, if he generally becomes the villain, he goes, no, I, I do want to kill everybody. I'm only going to keep the island alive and I, do, I, I don't care about murdering He like has the millions. opposite vow of the king. If he, yeah, if he has the opposite vow of the king, I'm going to do violence against everyone. <laughs> everyone else um, must die so my people can live. And Mikasa has to come and ha- Mikasa and, and uh, Armin and you know they all have to come and fight against him and, and kill him. 
that that's also a, a tragedy but i just i feel like there's something else going on because they haven't shown us anything yeah. is the rumbling happening the way we think maybe not maybe it is but maybe not maybe it's not happening the way yeah. we think because well, think I, about you i was gonna say think about what has to happen supposedly in one episode okay <laughs> supposedly in one episode we have to so they're they're on the ship they have to drive all the way to the um the south um that cove i forget what it's called something with an o I wrote it down. Odira? Yeah, my phone said, sorry. Um, Odira? Odira, yeah, sure. Odessa. They have to go to Odessa, Texas. Odia? Odia. Yeah. So they have to go to Odia. They have to set up the plane. They have to get, you know, get get the the plane. Half a day has to go by. Uh The rumblings may be coming. Intensity's happening. They have to get in the plane. They have to figure out where Aaron is. So maybe there's some Yelena reservation stuff that has to happen, right? So they first have to get there, get the thing set up, talk to Yelena, resolve some stuff with Yelena, figure out where Aaron is, fly to where Aaron is, confront Aaron. They have to resolve the Mr. Leonhardt part. They have to resolve what happened with them. They have to resolve Historia part and they have to end the Zeke part and they have to end the story with Aaron in a way that shows us also what happened afterwards. Unless everyone dies, right? Which I feel like they would need to have something after. So I don't think they're going to resolve everything in the next episode. So what are they going to do? I think they're going to show us that maybe things aren't happening the way they think they are. Mm -hmm. The rumbling's not exactly going on. What is happening? I cannot tell you. (laughs) But... They have to have this confrontation. So I think the next episode is them building towards the end, trying to figure out things aren't as they seem, and then trying to react to that. And that's where the series is going to end. It's going to be a bit of a cliffhanger. Mm -hmm. It's going to set up the movie. It's going to make you feel like all the feels. I don't know if anything else is going to happen. If someone else is, I feel like someone else is going to die here. I feel like we're overdue, and I'm so scared. Connie's going to die. No, No, I predict some some deaths. Not Chadwick Cornelius. Uh, Connie's become too OP. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he's right. He's he's gonna be he's gonna surpass Picasso the next episode for sure. <laughs> and, and then Aaron, you know, Aaron's gonna have to bow to him at the end, so he has to be taken out. The the editors, the devs can't can't let him survive. Um, Frank, I, I had so many like spoiler things I was gonna talk about during the episode, and I didn't write them down, and now they've literally all left my head. So, well, on that note, <laughs> shoot. I gotta find at least one of them, dang. I had so many things I wanted to like talk about. Yes, Levi has a purpose of still being alive. Yeah, Levi's still around. There's gotta be something with him. Since he's actually the best character of the whole show. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Who's gonna survive? He still has some secret superpower. That we don't know about. Who's going to survive? Flock. Flock's going to survive. Oh, Oh, Flock. We all predicted Flock's not dead. He's actually on the boat. Yes. Flock is going to pull a Gabby. Okay. He he went into the sea, but he didn't die. I was saying that the dynamite is still on the boat. Yes. Which makes me really nervous. Yes. I think Flock is going to- Flock has a gun. Come up onto the ship like Gabby- Pulled himself into the ship, like she pulled himself in the airship, and yeah. she, he, he's gonna he was cause just shot in the shoulder. Some he's more not chaos. Dead. Yeah, you can't you can't kill Flock Rush that easy. You just can't. We don't call him Flock Rush for nothing. That's right. <laughs> he is definitely survive. still alive. He's gonna pop back up. If he shoots Gabby, I'm going to be so mad. Oh, full that circle. would be a full circle moment if he sneaks onto the boat and shoots her. Oh, that would blind. destroy Falco. Okay, my blind. thought in seeing the dynamite. Was they use that dynamite to like fly something into Aaron's mouth? Like they wrap, like maybe, oh yeah, maybe like um, who is it? Uh, Reiner like puts it inside of him or something like that, and then Aaron eats him, and then they use that to explode the back of Aaron up. or something like that to to stop him or stun him. I don't know. Yo, yeah, I would take that dynamite off if it was me. You know, it's not like they had a lot of time. It's true. What? We got another comment. I, 
Listen, I need a Hanjay, Levi, my cousin, Armin for for sure to live. I've accepted that Aaron won't. There's no way. I think John lives and that he really does end up with my cousin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Reiner would save Gabby. Good point. That would definitely, Reiner would definitely save Gabby. Okay, somebody asked us earlier what our who our favorite character is at this point in the show. Give it, give us your top three favorite characters. What if that's how Gabby becomes a shifter? She gets shot, and the only way to save her is for Reiner to let her oh, eat him. Reiner. Yeah, Reiner would definitely sur- surrender. Mm-hmm. Favorite character? I'm gonna go with because she always did say, "I'm gonna be the armor." She's been saying that. Show. Oh, this show. Sorry. Okay. 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 That's um, a good point, right? She did say that. What? Mm-hmm. That she's gonna get the armor. She kept saying, "I'm gonna be the armor." I'm gonna be the one to inherit the armor. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Or, do, or did she say the one to inherit the armor will be me? Yeah, that's did she what say it the she same said. way that, that. What? What is wrong with these people? They all talk like fuck, that. I mean, yeah. It's, yeah. It's just the, that they do. Okay, favorite characters. Favorite characters. I mean, at this as of this episode, this is a lot. I mean, Erwin is still ranked real high, high for me. Loved loved him. Um, yeah, jeez. Levi. Yeah, Levi's always been up there. It's it's hard not to like that central group but i love how psychotic hanjay is but she's also a badass warrior yeah. she's so fun and to watch. strategic okay so so give us your top three rage number bought, one yeah. number one you can think about it for a minute okay levi levi's your number one hanjay mikasa hanjay mikasa okay i do really Rachel's like sasha three. too though yeah and marco obviously those uh, are my top five sasha marco okay connie's number six I, I think I ha- okay wait i gotta make one addendum if I can have a fourth, I got. I gotta have. I really like Gabby Reiner. now. I have to have Reiner, Reiner somewhere on that list. I can't not. I just there's too many times I keep coming back to where I'm like. Okay, but Armin's not even scratching your guys' list at all. No, I no, I love Armin. He's in the I'm top not, ten. I'm not as attached. Armin's like number eight there's now. There's only like ten people still alive. And he made the list. Oh, okay. Of all the right. people still alive. Gosh, you know it's hard. Every character has something. <laughs> Except for Flock. What? King Fritz, King Rice, King Aaron. <laughs> don't tell me it's... King Aaron's uh, at number three, really? Don't tell me it's uh, it's the monkey. Don't tell me Zeke is, is in your top five. Uh, you know, we haven't had any okay. Zeke apologists for a while. Zeke? So you gotta come out and let us know how much you love Zeke. I don't hate Zeke the way that I did at first. Yeah. Oh, no. I really don't. I still hate Flock and want him to burn in hell forever, but... <laughs> I don't hate Zeke like I did. I feel bad for him, and I feel like he had the odds stacked against him, and he kind of didn't have a choice but to become. I'm just glad a he had that, that reunited moment with his dad. <laughs> you guys hu- hug your dads if you have a dad, okay? Yeah, okay, so who's your top three? I don't all of them. <laughs> Every character. <laughs> Sorry, you guys. I'm trying here. Just, they don't give me anything to work with. Okay. Of all time, of the whole show. For me. Who am I like most it's, excited when they come on? For Irwin? me, it's Irwin, Reiner, mm-hmm. and the third one is real tough for me because I'm like Marco because he's such a boss. Is it John? It, <sighs> yeah, but he's not one of my top. I like John, but he's not one of my top. Keith Sadie's jumped up hard oh, in this episode. Huge so me. much. Like Wrong. his arc is like so freaking good. But also Hanji has been you. eternally good. Yeah. Hanji's like always been good. There's never an episode Except where I'm like. Except for when she's torturing people. But even so, <laughs> I still like her. I still like, you know. Niccolo, Papa Brouse, you know. Oh, Papa oh, Brouse. Papa Brouse, oh, Brouse or Prez. That's too difficult of a question. Yeah, that's where, that's where I'm at right now. Marco, <sighs> obviously. Armin is up there, but. I I'm still glad that Armin lived, okay? 
Yeah. And even Aaron. I miss, just, I miss Erwin, but I'm glad. are written so yes. well. Erwin's death Aaron. needed to happen. Oh yeah, season one to three, Aaron, for sure. Well, really, I'm bored with yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. So what is, what's going to happen this next episode? Well, they have to. Goggle's going to fly. Are, but they have to go over top of the rumbling or next to it. So they're going to get a, a closer view of what this thing actually We might actually like. see what's happening. You think happening? they're going to intercept Aaron on the um, way? I am curious to see. Like, it just seems like there's too much of um, too much of an element of fate here. Like, they're gonna have to run into Aaron or find him. There's gonna be it, it's gonna work itself out somehow. In particular, mm-hmm. um, the Liberio thing. You're right, uh, <clears throat> Leonhart. I don't know if this will be next episode. This may be, it has to be. Like the final bit. But the uprising in Liberio. No one seems to pay attention when I say this, but I'm telling you guys, there's no way the world just like sat down. I was like, well, we're dead. I just let the let the like. If there's an airplane. They can fly around that the Asimov Beatles have. There's probably others. Okay, so you and think, we know they have large uh, guns. What if they get? What if they get to the shore and they see that there's not? It's not just a rumbling has happened. There's bodies of colossal titans because like they've been shooting them down constantly. I think the world's at war. I okay. just don't think because Hanji's prediction, like they're they can just they're unobstructed. They just go pure full bore the whole time. There's nothing there to to stop them in any way. Like whatever. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that the humanity wins. I'm just saying that, like, you're imagining a world in which they can't put up any fight whatsoever, but we literally just got done with an entire season, two seasons, really, where they're like, yeah, Titans are not sure. not as effective as they used to be, including, mind you, the Colossal Titan. They weren't not talking about him at the time. Now, granted, we're talking about millions. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. hundreds of thousands or however many. But they so, but they had, they had cruisers with giant guns, right? These huge <coughs> yep. millimeter like cannons yep. and whatnot. Yep. Don't you think they, they have had, submarines the, to, to, to freaking torpedo them while they're in the water? Remember the Mideast Empire had freaking uh, tur- giant turrets and stuff like that? Artillery. Like, artillery. Yeah. Like, it's not that they can't fight back at all. It's, it may it There's may, just there be a losing battle. But I'm so just many that, giant titans. Yes, it's just kind of a volume. But hypothetically, we think all the titans went out in a ring, right? So it's not like they they concentrated specifically on certain parts of the world. They just went to stop everything, right? Yeah, they can't stand shoulder to shoulder forever, right? Once the radius of the circle becomes a certain size. So hypothetically... It seemed to me like they were all going the same direction. To the mainland? Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of true. They were single file there for a while. They broke through the walls and then some of them turned and went in the same direction. Okay, I thought they were like spreading out. still, it doesn't seem like with the number of them that's there, as per like how many miles of land there is, like this coastal land even, like... They can't all just be shoulder to shoulder the whole time. How ma- how micro does Aaron have to be? Because if they just send him out in a ring or maybe they go in a, in a single line, all you have to do is just de- de- defeat your guys and the other guys would walk past you, right? Or are they so sentient, they're like, no, I see what the life forms are. I'm going to kill everything here. I'm going to put up a fight. Or are they just literally marching, stomp, 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 They're stomp. just roaming. And if you survive, Aaron's going to have to like circle them back around. Like It's like one of those zombie games where they just keep coming wave after wave. <laughs> I, I need to go back and rewatch the Mirror episode and see if there's any hints as to how this all plays out because you're right like how much control does Aaron have I don't know like I said they can still transform the other other and where would Aaron go would he go to Liberio first that would make the where else would he go also why didn't the original king who built the three like why build three walls just Cena Rose I'm just saying like if you have that many colossal titans that could destroy an entire (laughs) continent in four days Why don't you just turn it into like you know a massive Easter Island and not turn it into a wall? Just have a bunch of colossal titans facing outward, and if anybody comes anywhere near the island, you just stomp them or eat them. 
And they just stand guard. Okay, what about... Why didn't the king just do that and this whole show would have been avoided? What if Aaron goes... I'm just saying. What if Aaron goes back to the well where Ymir, Ymir first fell in and he goes in there and like gets... I don't know. They haven't put that much emphasis on that. I don't yeah, know so where is he going? He's got to be going to Liberio, right? There's nowhere else for us that we would know he's of going, for him to he's go. He's like a salmon. He's going back to where he was spawned. It's <laughs> gross. Okay. Uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll come up with more next week. We got something in mind for next week we're going to try and pull off. You guys are going to like it. We'll still be back here at 5. Um, we'll still be talking to Jack and Titan. Obviously, there just won't be a new episode. But we have something I think that might be just as cool. So, we'll see you back here. Same Titan time and the same Titan place. Hopefully you're not flattened. And if you're not, join us. Twitch.tv slash beyond the basement. Alright, we love you guys. Good Bye. to see you guys. Thanks for coming. Have a good week. Hey guys, thanks again for watching and listening to our show, Beyond the Basin Podcast. If y'all are enjoying it, go ahead and leave us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever else you listen to our show. Check out the description below for links to our awesome Attack and Titan merchandise. And join us live on Sunday nights on Facebook for all of season four. And some of our best content is on YouTube, including me. So go ahead and check that out. And lastly, if you guys have any questions or just want to chat with us, please email us at beyondthebasinpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you guys in the next video.